Ladies and gentlemen, may I present for your intellectual and philosophical pleasure Run Fast on Raw Dog Serious XM Comedy Hits Channel 99 On a Wednesday, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. That's our phone number if you'd like to give us a call. And why wouldn't you? There's so much to talk about today. Chris Stanley, I was over at the iBang and saw a piece that you put up called uh, Subway Fights Meet the Sexy Ladies of the New York City Subway System. Love it. Can I tell you why I'm uncomfortable with this? Why is that? I'm concerned about mental illness <laughs> playing a part in this. Uh, some of it's mental illness. Some of these people appear to be homeless. But some are just regular people, just regular ladies on the subway. See, I'd be a little... I'm more comfortable with seeing someone that I don't think is down and out melting down, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> but I feel for somebody that I look over and I'm like, well, they're already struggling. Now, you didn't shoot these, you collect these online. No, yeah, I wasn't just riding the subway, just waiting for people to freak out. Do you love it when someone's going crazy on the subway? Yeah, I, it's it's a spectacle. It's free entertainment. It is free entertainment. <laughs> Sometimes I just want to give them a dollar. Like, <laughs> just saying, that meltdown, that screaming meltdown <laughs> that you just had, made me, uh, made these last 30 blocks just go like it was nothing. <laughs> This is finally, is, is, is the MTA paying you because they should be? This is great. Now, the only thing that I don't like, if like if I'm uptown and I see someone melting down and saying something racial, because I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Now I feel like the minority. <laughs> I'm not used to that. I'm not trained in that. That that could happen at the drop of a hat too. What's your favorite thing that ever happened with a? A meltdown like that. Uh, some dude, like some cra dude, he seemed crazy, took a lady's hat off her head just randomly and threw it into the subway. <laughs> and then she just started freaking out. And they just, they just degenerated into a giant fucking screaming match. It was, it was, fuck it was crazy. It went on for like 20 minutes. It was nuts. I, um, I like when I see someone yelling at someone on the subway who's just sitting there. And then you see all the people around them just sit there like we're all ignoring this together. <laughs> the ignoring, because I don't even like if someone's yelling out religious stuff. That seems to me just as crazy. Oh, the, 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 the religious nuts are just, they're annoying and they're just, they're just so into it. All right, let me just tell you the weird thing that I get. If the religious nut is going crazy and yelling that the world is coming to the end. I think 
and my mind works very, very quickly. Oh, what if we had all died? We're heading off to purgatory, and we just don't know that we've died yet. Oh, you know, and be, it immediately becomes Twilight Zone for me. <laughs> it's simple enough. Like sometimes, uh, if I'm walking through the park and I just think to myself that everyone is like aliens and I have to not be discovered by them, I'll give myself a fucking start from it. Because I, I'm always trying to think of Twilight Zones. Yeah. I always, when I would just smoke blunts and just drive around, I would think, what if we just rolled into the Twilight Zone right now? Um, here's uh, Matt. Matt, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, guys. I just wanted to call in and thank you for my signed Joan Rivers DVD. Oh, yeah. We found out that you weren't even supposed to <laughs> win that. I said someone else's name. And then went to a different person. Yeah. No, that that was uh, that was me. You, the screener thought my name was Dave for some reason. Oh, so it was you the whole time. Yeah, it was me. Yeah, I corrected you on the air, but uh, you weren't having. Well, it. didn't you write something about it later? Yeah, I, I emailed you guys letting you know that you said my name was uh, Dave. Oh no, I think there Matt. was a Dave, and I probably went to the wrong line. And you uh, said, "No, I'm not Dave. I'm Matt." Yeah, that's so. Right. You both won. Ah, uh, okay. Everybody won today. Everyone feels like a winner. And everyone's, you know, it's so weird that you brought up the Joan Rivers. Last night I'm clicking through and I'm watching, I, I watched the end of the American Masters, which was her, you know, I guess the DVD that you got. Yeah. And um, I, I just got in my head. I can't believe she's gone again. You know what I mean? Like, at the end of this, she was saying, I plan on doing this and outworking George Burns and all them. I want to set the new record and keep going, and I think I'll do it. And she's laughing. And I was like, I think she'll do it, too. And I'm like, no, she didn't do it. Somebody took a selfie with her and then let her die on the table. Yeah. So pissed about it now. I went from like being sad to being pissed. But there was a, a piece of that where she fucking turns on the guy who was young. That's not funny. My <laughs> son is deaf. And Joan Rivers, God, uh, God bless her, just fucking melted down on this. Rips like, him. It's so you great. stupid, stupid man. Oh, what do you know? I lived with a one-legged man. <laughs> My mother was deaf. You stupid idiot. It's great. We have to laugh. 9-11! You know, just fucking throwing... Nine, you know, using 9-11 against them was great. Uh, Joe. Joe in Utah. You're on the Run of Fest show. Yes, I'd like to play America's favorite game show, Guess Fez's Paint. Well, Fez is wearing paint today. What do you think it is? Uh, is it Insane Clown Fezzy? That's an actual good one, but no. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Now, we will give out a prize on this, because it's a made-up game show. Guess Fezzy's face paint! And again, he this has been disrupted because the first days was so weird and spooky, and since that point on, they just seem more cheerful and happy. It's taken a happy turn. Yeah. Which is unexpected. Yeah, we will never have the shock that we had the first day. No, that that weirdness. Yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> but today, I noticed Don like stuck his head in and just laughed and pointed, like, yeah, all right, Fezzy, this is great. And I'm like, oh, I don't know if that's how Fez means that. 
Uh, we'll send you into the big ass prize closet for our new game show, Guess Fezzi's Fate face paint and then we'll put up a picture uh on twitter uh but these crazy meltdown stories uh are up on the ibang what have you titled them chris it's titled subway fights meet the sexy ladies of the nyc the nyc subway system uh jason you're on the run of fez show i'm gonna go ahead and guess the ultimate fez as an ultimate warrior fez it's that simple all right all right all right it only took two people uh, Rod, um, I've won a lot recently, so the next caller, I would like to give my prize to. All right. Uh, go over. Matt? Hi, this is Jason from Alabama. Jason, I have you down as Matt. Um, you just won in a pay-it-forward situation. All right, all right, all right. Um, yeah, put the, uh, yeah, we'll put the picture up. It is, um, it went from like the first day looking like pure horror to once again, there's a child in the children's zoo. You know what I mean? Like, this is just a fun, happy face paint day. You don't get the full <laughs> freakiness of stardust. It's just a paint paint. It's just, it's just a child is at the petting zoo. Um, now, you know, with the pay it forward thing. Uh, my sister-in-law, her husband, and her kids were having dinner, and it was time for the check, and they were told the older couple that uh, left here a while ago paid for you. Whoa. Yeah. That's it, amazing. It's happening all over. It's becoming like an internet thing. All right, there's the picture of Fez up on um, Ron and Fez Twitter feed right now. Ron and Fez... SXM, and you can see, um, well, he looks somewhat sad, uh, droopy. The it looks like it's tough to get some of the paint out of the mustache, <laughs> it's getting weird, man. but it's not getting you know, we're not getting more aggressive, we're getting less aggressive, yeah. Again, droop, it's droopy, like, like droopy, like it was yesterday, instead of you know. Well, the, 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 the straight, like, you look like you were looking at a guy the first day that was going to shoot up a school. <laughs> I'll say this. He kind of looks like Latter-day Warrior, for real. Like, the actual Ultimate Warrior. Well, that's what he was trying to look like. I mean, with the hair, too. I mean, it's been an image. Yeah, I guess it is uh, elder, elderly uh, warrior hair. <laughs> Oh, now they're calling it Fez Face Gate. I guess in a Watergate kind of way. Odd. Very, very odd. Never thought we'd go in this direction. No. It's a surprise. Let's see what some of the people writing in Rainbow Warrior. Check the basement for bodies of... But that's in boys. Oh. The ultimate sorrow. I can't wait until the documentary when they get to. And then the killer showed up to work with his face painted. The Joker. Nice highlights, Dick. <laughs> ultimate Boyer. From private parts not touched. One just says fly, eagles fly. 
It, it's interesting watching this spiral into complete lunacy in real time. Who do you think is crazier now, Fez or Shelby? Because I think <laughs> Shelby's coming on like gangbusters. <laughs> Fez, Fez is still crazier than Shelby. But Shelby's getting towards a exploding fucking, like a fucking crazy bomb is about to go off. I had to throw Shelby out <laughs> in a pre-meeting because he's... Well, you know what? Shelby is actually more like Bazinga now. You know what I mean? Like his... He loves his weirdness so much. It's like it's he lives inside of it. And he has that young Fez thing of being turned off to females. Yeah. You know? it, for it's so fucking bizarre. Wait, you thought of how hey, are his interns doing? They're, you know, they there's they're 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 getting there. He's telling me clocks is the is the is the gamer. Are we right about clocks? Clocks seems seems on point. Let's bring in clocks. Running in. Clocks, why no face paint feel? <laughs> Haven't had the time. How do you I've, like your theme music? Love it. <laughs> <laughs> no qualms with it. <laughs> I love clocks now. Now I love clocks. Because he has theme music. Who do you think is the number one intern so far, clocks? Mm. Can we can we all be tied for first or is that no, a cop out? Don't no. be that guy. Uh, the, the I'd, I'd go I'd go with Kells. Over yourself. Yeah. I'd say, I mean, I still have to make up for, I, for the clock incident. I guess I but. should bring Kells in here, then, to do his bit. Nah, nah, I'm not that nice. But then, why are you giving it up? Why aren't you trying to be the competitive guy? Your clocks. I could be competitive, but not, like, be, like, full of myself. I could be, I can, can't, why can't I be both? What the fuck are you talking about, clocks? <laughs> He's out of his mind. Well, so... so Shelby was droning on today about how you're doing well, and you have a funny bit for the show. Uh, way to set expectations high. So really, look, <laughs> this is what he's draining energy. This <laughs> oh. is show business. Yeah, this expectations is, should are be high. high, always yes. high. Yes. yes, you're right. I mean, I've been having trouble sleeping lately. I've had a lot of my mind, like a lot of important questions. Like not not like is there a god, but the really important questions that that we have here, and that, that's what we're going to be doing today. All right, his ability to get trapped in a cul-de-sac lets me know who's fucking training him. Do you see how you're fucking dripping down on people? It's a trip trickle down 2.0 with you, Shelby. What's your bet? I'm asking. Uh, would you rather questions? I'm gonna give you two no, options. But here's the thing: that's not an original bit for you, right? I mean, you've heard no. this other places. Of course, I've heard this other places. Well, why would you want to come out on the air and do something that you've heard before? Um, it's not that I've I've heard the idea before. I haven't heard these questions. No, I understand that. But so, all right, why don't you just give it to us? All right. Um, if he isn't sh like Shelby, just lifting shit too. You know. All right, what do you got? Oh, no. The first question. Would you rather have no penis or five penises? Uh, no, five penises. One is goes in your mouth, one in your ass. One. No, no, just straight coming out from from your midsection. Why five. your midsection? Why not your crotch? So we'll find the word. <laughs> we'll, we'll say fine, crotch, sure. Your body will be like a fucking wheel, and the dicks are spokes. So if you have no penis, does that mean you you have a vagina? Um, could it be like sort of like an angel thing, where there's just nothing there? Like, well, what happens when you have to piss? Oh, can it come out your butt? Give me five fucking dicks. 
I'm, now before I do right. a fucking a pentadick. Yeah, I don't want. Yeah, I'm gonna go pentadick over shitting piss. So yeah, I only have an asshole, and I can't have sexual pleasure. Then, but, but oh, you can with your asshole, <laughs> or you could have pleasure with five different people. Yeah, I mean. One coming out from each each way, so you notice that he says people instead of women. <laughs> Who says people? Oh, I had sex I with a person man. the other night. You wow. would go, then you're gay. It's like a bisexual dream. All right, so you're bisexual. Is it? <laughs> we're we're gonna keep my sexuality to topic every time. We're gonna do that because you set right, it you're up. Right. You're First of all, you're I mean, a, it's you're just two options. <laughs> it's either it's either I don't want to have sex with anybody or I want to have sex with everybody. That's the question. No penis or five penises. So, so I said no penis. What you're you're uh, you're abstinent. So either well, why way, why would you just have sex with the one penis and then have the other four set? That's not. Well, see, I'm not as smart as you, Ron. I, I couldn't think of. Is there five like sets that. of balls or just five shafts? Yes, there better be. Plus, you got ten. You got ten balls too now. now? No, this is your this question. Is yours. Oh, yes. I, I mean, we're delving deep into this. Yes. I mean, I know. As I said, it's really, really important questions. Um, we can move on to the next one, unless you want to keep delving on dicks. All right, Jermaine Lassier says, "I've missed the last few days. What's this amazing bit?" <laughs> oh, Jesus, clocks. Oh, clocks. Um, hey, uh, what's up, Snow? You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ron, how you doing? Good. Hey, guy with five dicks, Pepper would love that, wouldn't he? Oh, no. No. So the guy with two dicks on Reddit I was obsessed with for a little while. <laughs> Somebody said it looks like Fez uh, melted the Jamaican flag on his face. <laughs> um, people are a little bit concerned that Fez has really lost it, you know? <laughs> Instead of painting his way into happiness. <laughs> All right, give me your next, uh, what is this bit called? I stole this from the internet. Would you rather? Okay. <laughs> next Would question. you rather fight Mike Tyson or talk like him for the rest of your life? Talk like him. Mike Tyson? Yeah. Yeah, I, see, I'd go with fight Mike Tyson because it'll just be over one shot and then you don't have to deal with it. Yeah, but that one shot could kill you. Or crush your face, and then you have, like, a just destroyed face. Do you realize that he's coming off crazier than the women on the subway that you put up on the headline today? <laughs> yeah, this is, there's nothing as crazy as, like, this is a mass. I'd rather say one of the, uh, the people pisses into a lunch bag and then yells out, this is my baby. And it still comes off less crazy than this bit. All right, give us your next one. Would you rather have fingers the size of your legs or legs the size of your fingers? <laughs> By the way, you just read that like a gay ninth grade poem. <laughs> Would you rather have fingers the size of your legs or legs the size of your fingers? Think about it. Would you like to hear from your toes? Oh my God, what else you got? Um, Would you rather have everyone talk to you like a two-year-old <laughs> or in a sarcastic tone? I'm just trying to be clear. I'm just trying to make sure this gets out clear. I mean, if it comes off, if it comes off like that, sure, we'll we'll deal. You've talked past your bit. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Right? So what what happens if you're trying to set up something comedic is that once you put it out there, you let it sit, right. not just start to talk on and on and on. Do you understand what Uncle Ronnie's saying to you? Yes, I do. I'm treating you like a two year old. I'm doing your bit back to you. You didn't even pick up on it, right? I. You're so fucking smart. You know it. 
You're a really see, good intern. Th- see, th- th- see, that's why I'd rather have someone talking like a two-year-old because I wouldn't be able to understand if, it, like, because the content changes when you're right. being sarcastic. Is this a bit or a cry for help? That's what I'm asking you. I haven't seen anyone that thinks less of themselves since Pete Dominic yesterday. Oh God. <laughs> Well, he was constantly asking for your approval. Is that what I should be doing? Was he asking for my approval? It seemed like it. Did it make you uncomfortable? Not really. You're 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 a good dude. I mean, you, he 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 really uh, looks up to you. You're, I would... you're getting away from your own bit here. You want to focus on your bit. That should be your thing. Concentrate, you're like, Oh my god, I'm, lo- my, I'm losing my bit. Would you rather always disappoint people or always anger people? I would, well, this is the way I've lived my life. I've always disappointed women and angered men. So I guess I've been able to do both. Living in both worlds. Yeah. I didn't know that there was any other way to live. (laughs) How about you, Chris? I'd probably just make everyone angry instead of disappoint. If I I had to have the actual choice in this clock's... Thing. Well, I'm going to be back later for with ice cream for everybody. Oh, yes. Yeah, and then I'm taking you guys to see the last Yankees game with Jeter. Oh, really? None of this is true. <laughs> How disappointed, disappointed are you? Yeah. I'm fucking sad. But you looked happy for a second. You're like, interns too? Whereas you taught interns too? <laughs> Would you rather get woken up by a taser every morning or get punched in the face every time you go to sleep? <laughs> Can we the taser wake up? I think it's a great way to hop out of bed. <laughs> I, th- I don't want to, just as I'm nodding off, get punched in the face. So do you, can you not sleep? So every time, every time you, you're getting, you're about to go to sleep, you get punched in the face? Just take the well, taser well look, up. the punch will put you out. <laughs> the punch will put you out. You'll oh, have so a nice get, sleep. No, then yeah, taser. No, I don't want to get knocked unconscious every day. I'll have brain damage. Does this go back to the Mike Tyson question? Who said that? The face paint guy? Fez. Fez. I don't know. I'd probably go with the taser. <laughs> Because you don't see it coming. You're just like, jolted out. This is why you didn't make any friends in summer camp. This was him on the bus trip up. And we have one more. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, blocks. This is the bit that Shelby loved? Yeah, he was pushing it hard. Well, let me tell no, you. I, it's probably because I'm not selling it right. No, you're, I, doing, you're doing really fucking good. You're doing really good. Am I? <laughs> Am I, Ron? Does that sound like what's, a two-year-old? What's your last one? Um, would you rather always have ashy skin or oily skin? Um, give me oily skin. I already have oily skin, so I'm already living that world. I mean, you're prepared. Right, right let me away, ask you something. Skin. Would you rather go through life with different face paint on every day or the same shirt? Well... Thank God I don't have to choose one. You have to right now. You have to oh, right I have now. to choose one. I'd rather go with uh, the face paint. Some variety. Would you rather the, the people were talking about you as being crazy or incompetent? Crazy. Because you want, you want to keep people on their toes. Crazy. Fez? Crazy. You got both. Dead airing, you know? No, you just made it a very uncomfortable moment for Fess. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you know who he's supposed to be with that paint on? Yeah, Ultimate Warrior. You know who the Warrior is, huh? Yeah, I do. I mean, I watched wrestling growing up, and it had those like flashbacks. Like wrestle, I believe uh, 
which our WrestleMania was, where he beat Hulk Hogan. See, this is like being a, like the Big Brother Association. Yeah. You get to hear some kid bringing up stuff like that to what, you. What just freaked me out, though, was he just saw that in a flashback instead of actually <laughs> seeing the paper, which makes me feel fucking old. You are old, dude. These interns get pissed, started to piss me off. Uh, Eric, you're on the Run of Fez show. Uh, yeah, man. It's calling a call clock from his uh, what if questions. Uh, the dicks was done by another comedian. What comedian? I uh, don't recall his name. Uh, it's a bit about him and his buddies hanging out. His wife doesn't uh, understand why she can't, and he starts with the uh, what if questions. Like if uh, you had five dicks, four were straight, one was gay, would you cut it off? I don't know. I didn't say anything like that. I just asked a straight question. Uh, but thanks anyway, guys. See you. All right. Um, here is, uh, here's Dave in Ohio. You're on the Run Fez show. Yes. Uh, can I play along at home? I think I'd rather wear a, a different shirt every, or no, I'm sorry, the same shirt every day because it'd be easier. All right. Thanks. It's ECW Zombie. Rodney B. Many bucks. Long time, guys. Um, Fezzy. Yes. How, how about an ECW Zombie paint day? I would come in, I could help you paint. The thing is, I'm trying to do this myself and cheer myself up, get myself out of a funk, and so... um, Well, I'm one of your uh, biggest fans, buddy. Yeah, I don't know if ECW zombie makeup would do the trick. I don't think it would. I think it would. I think it would. If you want, I'll even give you a handy under the table. Now, this is a project that I'm trying to do to work myself through some things, not And I would love to, to help you because you give me many hours of entertainment, brother. Thank you, but I have to paint it myself or else it doesn't count. I know. You can paint it yourself, but if you want, I will come there and I will give you hints and, you know, like I said, maybe a little handy under the table. Uh, no, thank you. We got the handy joke. Thanks. I, I'm gay. Right, Make fun of me. I understand. I'm not making fun of you, Fez. I'm pleased. I'm not making fun of you. But I, I did want to. I did want to come up and see you guys. All right. Well, thanks. Thanks anyway. Guys. I'd rather not. After the gay jokes. He had a big wrestler that wanted to come and help you out. I think he just wanted to call in and keep doing his hand job joke over and over again. Are you glad that you came out, Fez? You feel like you meet a lot of gay people? No. Mm. I feel like I just set myself up. Did everything go good with your mom when you were a kid? Did that all work out? Not really. Mm. Who wants to do some more questions? What do you got? Um, would you rather wear adult diapers for a year or have any computer you touch over the next two months crash? First of all, my computers crash anyway. <laughs> And Hicks is already shitting his pants, so do you even need a diaper? <laughs> he considers jeans an adult diaper. I mean, with all the crap you put in those potatoes, I mean, diaper's probably the way to go. What would you like to ask Fez? You can ask him anything. Ask Fez I mean, anything any- at all. Yeah. How long did it take you to grow that mustache? Like the way you get it perfectly. Like, do do you like groom it every morning? Like when you wake up, is it is it like all like mixed up? You have to like take a. Do you have have a special brush for your mustache? Could you make the question even longer, and just more rambling? Put me on the spot. Chris, what do you uh, what do you have for him? When's the last time you had a drink, Fez? 
I had one on a bad flight. I think it was September 2011. Yeah, September 2011. You'll always get the true answers from Fez. You'll always get the facts. Shelby, you can ask Fez anything. Go ahead. Do you realistically think you'll ever have sex? Yes, I do. Um, It's going to have to be a guy who's into face paint, but yeah. Can I ask you a question, Fez? Have you been painting your asshole tilt the same exact way? Is there an ultimate warrior asshole thing going on right now? I don't have to paint it. Mm. What was that date on the last time that you drank? Um, I don't know the actual date, but it was like September of 2011. I mean, there's probably receipts for the flight. When's the last time you had a cactus cola? Um, Are you an Amazon Prime member? Mike, you're on the Run and Fez show. Hey, guys, I got a, a would you rather. Mm-hmm. Would you rather have to watch your parents have sex every day for the rest of your life or join them once? I know I've heard that one before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard it, too. Yeah, why would you fucking call in and do it? Jeremy said the worst thing about Fez's uh, face paint is that it's sloppy. Luke says, I see that the cheering up part is working great. What did you see, Fez? Your eyes are as big as saucers. People aren't loving your bit either. All right, nice try, Clocks. Okay. All right, off you go. There you go. There goes Clocks. I got music too. It's your theme music, Clocks. Jesus Christ. What do you think about Clocks? <laughs> Clocks is one of the most up and down interns I've, I've come into contact with since. Right now, it's down. When was he up? Last week he was up. When he knocked the clock over? No, I, it was it was after the clock knocking because that's that that's what dropped down it to the was bottom. A clock knocker. <laughs> yeah, clock knocker. You got another new bit to play today, right? Yeah, there is no. We have someone uh, coming in studio to uh, to hang out with us for a little while. His name is Billy Junior. I'm not sure what it's... And he has a game show, right? So people should call in 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. You're going to call in and win. Let's hear the new game theme. Pullman. Paxton. Two distinguished actors. One personality. Get ready, because it's time to play Stop Pullman, My Paxton. This uh, game show, you can play along on the iBank, too. It's up there under the Daily Shorts. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Call in and be a big winner of this new game show. Pullman. Paxton. Two distinguished actors. One personality. 
Get ready, because it's time to play Stop Pulling My Paxton. Say yourself more of a Bill Pullman man or a uh, Bill Paxton? Man? I'm more of a Bill Paxton man. Love Bill Paxton. Love that man. Only one of them has done our show, Bill Paxton. Uh, and I think I'm more of a Paxton man myself. He has just so many great roles that I just, I love. Aliens as Hudson. Fell in love with him then as a young lad. I was like, Bill Paxton. That was it for you, huh? Game over, man. Yeah, it is game over. And uh, what's your uh, what's your favorite Bill Pullman part? Oh, Independence Day. So that's not even close to you. Yeah, that's uh, Bill Pullman's. I like, go, oh, yeah, that's 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 him. He's president of the United States to me. Uh, no, for me, uh, Bill Paxton. There's a couple. Simple Plan. Oh yeah, is fucking great. And um, I'm trying to think of this other film. It's like a religious film where he had to go around killing demons. Frequency? No. Frailty? Frailty. There you go. Frequency is somebody's... <laughs> Wait, was... Somebody had to talk to their dad through the Mets radio. Uh, now, Bill Pullman... I don't even know where to put it. I guess when he was the dick boyfriend in... Um, that what's the movie where the guy was trying to talk to somebody on the radio because uh, his wife died? Tom Hanks' wife died. Oh gee, um, not oh no, not you got mail. Sleepless in Seattle. He was the dick boyfriend in that who basically was left at the altar like a dick. Well, I really wish uh, I knew who y'all was talking about first to begin with. I mean, first, and thanks for having me on your program. I really well, appreciate it. Well, we were talking about Bill Pullman and Bill Paxton. Yeah, I, I, I can't tell either of them apart. See, one of one of them is my dad, but uh, I, I just I do not know which one it is, and that's what I'm, I kind of came here today with y'all to try to figure that out. Well, by your southern accent, I'm going to guess it's Paxton is your dad. See, I'd like to believe that, but I just wrestle with it so much. You see, my, my mom, she was a craft service worker. They provide food for film sets. We all know what craft service does. In the year 1996, same years of Twister and Independence Day came out, and she worked on both those films. And you know how crazy those rap parties get. First of all, that's probably their two biggest hits. And What, do you, what would you pick? If you had to watch Independence Day or Twister? Because this one isn't close for me. Uh, Independence Day. You're fucking an idiot because <laughs> it's extreme, man. It was a hard choice. I like Twister. Philip Seymour Hoffman's first big film? No, I'll twist it up. I've even been on the Twister ride at uh, Universal Studios, nice. which isn't a ride at all. You just stand there and they just blow wind in your face. <laughs> That's it? Yeah, <laughs> but it's pretty scary and exciting. Still sounds a nice. A truck blows in front of you. Oh, damn. And you come in out of the heat and you're in there and it's like very nice and chilly. It's nice. Oh, so it's cold wind. Good. Yes, there's a cold wind blowing. Well, my mom, she ended up getting... Your mom worked in craft service, right? Yeah, and both those... 1996 was a good year for her. She ended up being able to put that patio in. Would you do me a favor and just say to your mom, thank you for your service? Because that's what I always say to the craft service people. And I'm taking something. Yeah, I would thank you for your service. <laughs> well, I would. Uh, 
I would say that to her, but she has unfortunately passed away. She was providing craft services on the set of the HBO show Luck, and had her skull caved in by a runaway horse. I heard there were a lot of accidents there. Yeah, that's why I got canceled. So we're going to play a... Uh a game out of your potential two dads. Have you ever had a DNA test? I have not. I was my mom. She was about to set that up before she died. I was going to finally find out which well, one. You know what? You're an adult yourself. You don't really. I can't, You know, my mom died. Have, it's no longer an excuse. I, do, I can't find these people's contact information. I know she hooked up with them on both sets. That's that was kind of her thing. <laughs> yeah. They're such like similar actors. I do not know like who is my dad. I'm trying to mm. figure that out. It's, it's eating away at me. From the way you look, I'd say Tiny Zeus Lister. But that's just me. <laughs> Alright, so these people are going to be playing Pull Out My Paxton. Is that the name of it? Yeah, I want you to stop pulling my Paxton. Okay. Uh, Kevin, Kevin, you're first up. Uh, right, how do we play up. this game? I'm going to play you first a film clip. And you have to get three right to win... A signed Twister DVD signed by man Bill Paxton. Wow! Wow! Damn! This is great. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Is this Bill Pullman or Bill Paxton? I'll tell you how he ended up like that. He had two mortgages riding on the place. He couldn't make the payments. Bill Paxton? That's some grade A Paxton. All right, you just got to do two more. Go ahead. By the way, I don't know how you could even confuse these two. <laughs> I think this may be the easiest game show in history. All right, go ahead to the next one. Is this Bill Pullman or Bill Paxton? I'll tell you how he ended up like that. Yeah, he played that. Oh, I got that one. 400,000 feet passing entry interface. Play it again where we can hear it. Uh, Houston, we are at 400,000 feet, passing entry interface. Uh, Bill Paxton? Correct! That's some grade A Paxton! Now, I'd like you to answer a trivia question. This could really help me out, because I just can't figure... Who starred in the Star Wars parody Spaceballs as Captain Lone Star? For the win. Captain Lone Star on what? The Spaceballs parody Spaceballs. Bill Paxton. Incorrect. That's a two out of three. Rick in Cleveland. Rick in Cleveland. Are you ready to play America's new favorite game show? Are you pulling my Paxton? No, it was stop. Absolutely, Ronnie. Absolutely. (laughs) Are you ready? Is this Bill Pullman or Bill Paxton? Isn't it amazing how quickly everyone can turn against you? Pullman! Correct! That's nothing but FDA certified Pullman! Alright, that's one. You've got you got two more uh, before you win. Who's Paxton, my Pullman? It's who's Pullman, my Paxton. I really... I, I gotta find out which one it is. Now, is this Bill Pullman, or is this Bill Paxton? Your first-rate XO, Andy. Damn good submariner. I know the men like you. Paxton. Correct. That's some grade-A Paxton. 
Now, One more. Now, can you answer this trivia question? Who who starred in the mountain climbing thriller Vertical Limit in the year 2000? Bill Pullman or Bill Paxton? That was Bill Pullman. Ooh, incorrect. Shit. That's some pure that means we're still playing Pullman. who's pulling on my Paxton. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. We are playing Pulling Up the Paxton. And Paxton, you're Pullman. Logan, how are you, buddy? What's going on, boys? Your chance to win. Let's play the game. I'm excited. Is this Bill Pullman or... Is this a clip of Bill Paxton? Friends, friends, do not fear the noise of those of whom we do not speak. There is a gentle truce between our village and the creatures beyond their borders. That's uh, Pullman. Correct. That's nothing but FDA certified Pullman. Thank you. Now, can you answer this trivia question for me? Who played Meg Ryan's fiance? In the film Sleepless in Seattle. Oh, fucking uh, watch that shit. Uh, Bill Paxton. Oh, incorrect. That's some pure, oh, unadulterated Pullman. It's still going on. It's pulling on the Paxtons and Paxton your Pullmans. Dave, Dave, are yes. you ready to play? Yes, I am. Yeah. Is this a clip of Bill Pullman? Or Bill Paxton. A statement? Uh, I don't know. I suppose, um, I guess, uh, I'd have to say that it's not bad for kids from the sticks. Uh, Bill Pullman. Correct. That's nothing but FDA certified Pullman. Now, which of these fine actors, Bill Pullman or Bill Paxton, starred in the film A League of Their Own? Oh, boy. I don't remember either one of them in it. Um, Bill Paxton. Incorrect. Oh, my God. Jesus. Helping of Paxton. See, I'm not, this is why I cannot figure out who my dad is. They're such similar actors that I just see both. I don't of them. know why you're doing this voice stuff. I see one person. Well, I, was, bo- I was raised in the South. I wasn't raised by either man. Yeah, but why? I mean, why not just do any voice? That, that's my voice. That's where I was raised. I mean, my mom, she, she worked in Hollywood, but not actually in the city. I'm looking at Twitter, and they're loving this bit, loving the new character. Uh, what's your name, Bill? I, well, I, I never got a last name. I'm, I, I just call me Bill. Okay, Bill. Bill Jr., that's what my mom called me. Uh, by the way, uh, someone wrote, as they say on SNL, this killed in dress. Uh, but Sarah McPan says that you said that your favorite film was what? Your favorite Paxton film was what? Aliens. Paxton was in it. He was uh, Corporal Hudson. Well, you, they also said that you brought up Bill Paxton for Independence Day. Well, I meant Pullman. See how similar these people are? It's easier to it's so easy to get them confused. It's like you're looking at like twins if I see them both in the same thing. Uh, do we have to go to another person? Is it, or is this over? Here's Chris. Chris in Baltimore. Chris, 
for Twister, signed by Bill Paxton, is which of these bills, Paxton or Pullman, was in the film Mighty Joe Young? Mighty Joe Young was uh, Bill Paxton. Correct. That's some grade A Paxton. That was a great film. I believe that was Charlize Theron's. I've seen it like 50 times, just trying to figure yeah, out. Yeah, Charlize was in there. Now, which one of these people starred in the series Torchwood recently? Is that Bill Pullman or is that Bill Paxton? What was the name of it again? Torchwood. Oh, shit. Uh, let's go with Pullman. Correct. That's nothing but FDA certified Pullman. It's one more, buddy. Now, the horror series The Grudge is very scary. Which one of these actors, Bill Pullman or Bill Paxton, starred in that? Correct. That's nothing but FDA certified Pullman. So he's the big winner? He's the big winner. The big right. winner of Twister, signed by the other Bill, Bill Paxton. Well, that's now, what's up, because that's my favorite movie, so. Oh, is that right? Nice. That's right. That's why I had to call in. All right. Uh, David actually says this. If this game does not end with a clip of Bill Paxton saying, Game over, man. Game over from Aliens. Then Shelby should get fired. Uh, and then Healer said, this is my favorite line. Uh, tell Shelby his dad is probably Forrest Gump. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take a break here. Right back. Ron and Fez show. Ron and Fez on Raw Dog. Raw Dog. Comedy. It's Channel 99. Listen to Ron and Fez whenever you want. Go to SiriusXM.com slash on demand. Back to Paxton or Pullman. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> How'd you feel like the game show went? Do you feel like it was on today? <sighs> no, I mean, I'm like, why aren't we doing that every day? It's so strong. That guy sucked, though. <laughs> Shelby back in the big room, huh? What's up? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> what the fuck? Nothing is up, Shelby. Yeah, I just. I, I, he's like the mic where Fez sits. It's like right in front of the booth, and I, did, I just couldn't watch the face painting <laughs> right in front of the computer. Well, you still—you've got to see him through this. You got to see his face paint through there. I can turn my head, look at you guys. <laughs> you haven't been in this room since you had, had your meltdown. Yeah, nine eleven. <laughs> his own personal nine <laughs> eleven, or twenty. In more as, ways than one, as the kids call it, twenty. I know they call it that. Yeah, they do. Jeez, I'm just getting older and older. And numerology would actually be a, a two, because then you do the two plus zero. All right. Mm. So now you know. Now, as now I'm just going to think of Derek Jeter. I'm going to associate him with 9/11 from now on. Well, this has been his 9/11 this season, hasn't <laughs> it's it? His batting average. Jesus. They, um, well, he had an incredible thing he's been on, right? 
Like he's gone like nine for fucking twenty or something like that. Yeah, he's he's been on he's been the hit king. He's been on a tear recently, but you know for the season, he's been hurt. What are you gonna do? There's no fucking team there anyway. Everyone's waving goodbye to him. Yeah, it's such a, it's it's a nice a thing. Train wreck of a fucking organization. But he finally walked with the common people in that Gatorade commercial. Hey, that was big of him. Okay, <laughs> don't you run down Derek Jeter. I was watching on uh, ESPN today, and they said that he wants to be an owner. <laughs> he's saved his money and he's ready to buy a team. Really? He saved his money? I saw that giant uh, St. Petersburg fucking mansion down there. Yeah, in Florida. That thing probably set him back about $250,000. <laughs> Everything's cheaper in Florida. That's what the, they should do, like those Florida commercials should be. Come to Florida, everything's free. Everyone will come. It'll just be a fucking stampede. And you pay cash everywhere you go. Do not use or accept a credit card under any conditions. <laughs> so are you staying in here today, Shelby? Is that it? Yeah, I, I had to. I mean, I, did, I have to at least put some sort of end to like half of it of him sitting in here because this is not going to... This is going to be a double shirt face paint bit for <laughs> what months, years. I don't know. This suddenly the wisdom of Shelby surprises me. You got thrown out of here earlier today <laughs> for trying to ruin a just naked time that Chris was showing his naked pictures yeah. that you were doing a 2.0 all over and now you're back after Pullman and Paxton you're back totally confident well I just wonder like look we have an unmasked later it's yeah. 6 p.m. Andrea Martin he's He's got to be there by Andrea Martin when she's opening a door for her. He's not going to have the face paint then. He's going to have to we wash were, it off. We were actually discussing this, and Chris was telling him just to not to look at her. Don't face her. Just keep your back well, to her if, all the time. Here's his two problems. If he washes it off, you can tell it's just a bit that he hasn't been trying to cheer himself up. And if he doesn't, then he has face paint on. Greeting people. Yeah, when a when a you know a big, <laughs> iconic TV, Broadway, and movie star comes in. Just me sitting there going, right? Is he in the middle of the interview? Is he still behind me? <laughs> I can't look. <laughs> this is a fail, fail. Yeah. Now this is what kills me. Shelby makes the decision, and Fez is quiet. Shelby picks what chair he wants to go to, and Fez just lets himself sit in the other room. This is fucking wrong on so many levels. Andrea Martin's in theater. She may appreciate paint, uh, paint and makeup. And that's all. That's what he has to say. He he fucking disregards the fact that a he got pushed out of his seat. B, got fucking, got his balls busted by the kid, and is back to his maybe. Maybe this will work out okay. <laughs> oh, no. I think, but maybe. Yeah, if Shelby was trying to kick me out of the fucking studio. Maybe another way of doing Of course you would. I know you. You would have lost your shit. Maybe as a way of covering this, we all put face paint on. And then when she gets in, we'll, go, we'll be like, your face paint is right here, Miss Martin. They, they told you about the face they paint, didn't. didn't they? You weren't briefed? We're going to the fishbowl ring right now. I'm sure she won't be distracted staring at the warrior in the front row. I don't think that'll bother her. Uh, I'm looking over here, and, and the phones are just jammed from our new game show. 
The on-demand Easter egg game. Yeah. Let's hear it. The opening. It's not open. What no, happened? No open yet. I'm waiting for my VO guy. He was out sick yesterday. What's wrong with uh, you know a voiceover guy can't have a bad voice? <laughs> that's why. That's why I was. I was like, where, where's the first VO? Where's the VO? It's the opposite. His voice gets really high when he's sick. <laughs> I won't be able to come in. <laughs> There's nothing I can do about it. I was kicked in the balls today. Get your ass in here. Drop those balls. Is this better? What's your idea for it? Easter egg hunt. <laughs> Why wouldn't you just have somebody like do like a... Beef. It's what's for dinner. Well, now I'm what's... fucking starving for steak. Well, if you really did that voice, I wouldn't have waiting for Joe. Mm. Damn it, Joe. <laughs> Easter eggs. It's what's for dinner. Listen to how much he talks when he gets in here. He's quiet as a mouse when he's in the other room. That room. But he gets in here and he's just fucking one after another. He's doing his voices. Yeah, just immediately. He's involved. I don't want to interrupt. You interrupt from the other room. There's, yeah, There's a true. thick pan of glass in between us. Well, no, no one can see you, and then they just hear a stranger, and then everybody looks around. <laughs> and then also when you're talking in there, you always hear like the tap of a mic. Like You hear that Like when you're fucking... It's like whenever anyone talks, it's like, hey, how about that? And then you hear that. Like It's so odd. We had a guy that used to just hit it to laugh along with the show and then put it back off again. You turn it on. Ha! 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 And then turn it off. <laughs> Finally, I wanted to say, stop it. Uh, so, did you said straight up one, right? 1 p.m. All right, so we got one more minute to go. But people are enjoying and having fun with this game because... Well, they like it's like solving a little puzzle. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's like a little search. It's on demand. And did you do it yesterday? Because I know I had to leave. Yeah, right? I did it yesterday. Yes. Um, just tell me this: at what point did you put it in? Right at uh, the third hour, the beginning of the third hour of the show. Oh, exciting! Yeah, we've never done one from there before. No, it was deep. This was a deep. This was a deep cut. All right, so 1 o'clock now. It's it is PM. time to play the Easter egg game. Uh, every line is filled. So, Chris, I'll have you pick between 1 and 9. 7. Captain Lou in Indiana, what's oh, the phrase for the Easter egg game? <laughs> uh, Pete Dominic doesn't even know if he's on the air. All right, is that all it, right, Chris? All right. That was that, it. Yes. That was the correct turn. Yes. All right. Good job, Captain Lou. Tom, what do you, he uh, wins? Sling Blade signed by Billy Bob Thornton. That's fucking unbelievable. That's a gigantic prize. That's for playing the Easter egg game. I even do a Sling Blade impression. Some people call it a Sling Blade. I call it a Kaiser Blade. That doesn't sound Lindbergh like has landed. Lindbergh has landed. I like the way he talks, and he likes the way I talk. <laughs> Me and that young boy just played football. Nope. I don't like that impression. Doesn't sound like him. Chris, you want to end up in face paint's room? Because it's that easy. Uh, no. You will paint your face and get in that other room. It's going to be blackface every day. Fezzy, I hate to pull you into this. And I know you're having a sad old warrior day. But how does the kid get to fucking decide? What, and why would you turn around and yell at the interns? <laughs> I just felt clocks. He needed to be quiet because I was why? turning on the You're mic. being quiet enough for everyone. Why do you let the kid tell you what room you can sit in? Because I felt bad for him about how bad Paxson and Pullman went. 
So now you give them your spot. No, I'll go back in there. I didn't say that. He took it from you. That's what I'm telling you. No, he went in to do a bad bit. Yes, that was 20 minutes ago. Uh, Captain Lou is the big winner. Yeah, Chris, what do you think is going to be the topic so far for tonight's Easter egg? I'm gonna. gonna it's gotta have something to do with Baxter Pullman. I'm thinking. <laughs> I was also thinking maybe a clocks reference. No, no, clocks is going to be forgotten about. Well then, yeah, you wrote that down. Think of clocks as yesterday's bowel movement. This flushed. Is that the phrase? <laughs> We don't know. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to listen on demand. We don't know. It's SiriusXM.com slash on demand or on the on demand app. This is what's been funny about this game, and it is the first time anyone has ever done an on demand game in the history of radio. So, once again, self high five. But what's been funny, we've only done it four days, and two days I've even forgotten it left. And Chris would just text me, I guess I'll just do the game without you. I'll, I'll say it. Is this- I'll be the one. <laughs> face paint's in the other room right now. I think he's put, put on some face paint. He's touching up. Shelby, do you want to do the audience warm-up tonight? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give that... To Fez, see if he... Fez, Fez can't do it because he's face-painted. It's, it's going to be a matter of you or Chris. Chris, are you up for it? Yeah, I'll, I'll warm up the crowd today. I got another idea for Okay. You. Young motherfucker run by the name of Clocks. Oh, God. <laughs> clocks work orange. I could do it with Clocks. Um... There's a piece up on the iBank today. It's an interview, I guess, with... Uh, what's her name, uh, Shelby? Sarah Schaefer. Now, do you know Sarah's work? Yeah, she's uh, with Nikki Glaser, who was in a few weeks ago. Though. Love the Nikki Glaser. Yeah. Adore the Nikki Glaser. Now, Sarah does a show where she brings people on her podcast, and you have to lie. That's great. Yeah. Just, so just, you're just lying about everything in the entire Yeah, time, just guess. all your stories are lies. <laughs> you just say these things happen, and they did not. Now, for us, we would just call that the Ron and Fez show. <laughs> but around here, who do you think is the best and worst liar? Fez is the best liar because he, he, he lied about his cat for so long. And we actually didn't know he was the cat was gone until he was dimed out. And yet, facts are very important to Fez. He likes to say things exactly as they were. That's why when he does lie, we have a tendency to fall for it. Yeah. Shelby, by far the worst liar. Don't like his lying? No. Now, the worst liar I've ever seen in my life played on Big Brother this summer, Beast Mode Cowboy. And he just could not lie to people. And if you would start and ask him questions like, am I going to be voted out? He would turn around <laughs> and not be able to face the person. Oh, come on, dude. He's not a good liar. You have to have that cold blood in you. Yeah. I felt like I could lie from, like, from an infant on. I never had any problem with it. And I never felt bad for lying. No. I, I, yeah, I, I think they'll just come out. No, who cares? First lie I remember saying is, I love you too. Like, you know how it's hard for some people to say that? Never was for me. Still yeah, there. I love you. That's why I'm not putting on a scumbag right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can count on me. I'll be here forever. You got nothing to worry about. I'm not telling anyone. I'm like a rock. Yeah. You're a pretty good liar, though, right, Chris? Yeah, I consider myself an all right liar. 
just fucking making shit up. In honor of this podcast that uh, Sarah's done, tell us a lie. I got mugged on the way to the fucking onto uh, holy shit you okay? to work today. Oh my God. Okay? The guy um, he pushed me into a puddle. I mean, I got my clothes got that part's up. stupid. He pushed me into a puddle. <laughs> yeah, pushed me into a puddle. <laughs> <laughs> happened to a child <laughs> he was a very large man the guy yeah. was like six eight yeah. i guess he was a, some sort of career uh, criminal because yeah. i don't even have a wallet on me i don't know how i'm gonna get home yeah i'm really upset i guess i'm, I'm not, and i didn't even get to file a police report mm. <sighs> i'm gonna have to fucking look out for this guy when i get out of work tonight i got caught in a lie by like the whole school oh i love I this mo- after i moved in like seventh grade because there's this massive house like it was insanely big a couple houses down for me that had an elevator in it but the bus stop was like right at that house so i would like get off there so people just assumed that i lived there so then everybody was like there's like some rumor going around that i lived in this massive house that had like an elevator <laughs> I, I just went with it like yeah, yeah i lived there sometimes there's parties there one time <laughs> one time the elevator got stuck at a party and then sting was in it yeah <laughs> So you you tried to tell the kids you were Gatsby and you were getting attention. Yeah, and I don't know how they found out you were lying. There was like another kid that like everybody knew, like he was like a popular kid that was on like the same street. And then mm-hmm. some people were over there, like, oh yeah, is that a kid Shelby's house? He's like really loaded. Then the kid was like, no, that's not his house. <laughs> he doesn't live there. Yeah. So they like. He like walked by my real house. I was probably like mowing the lawn. They're like, "See, he's right. He's right there." <laughs> Don't believe where I'm at. <laughs> believe where I say I'm from. You're just fucking walking around school in a kerchief. But see, I think like kids that move around a lot, like if they have salesman dad or military family, I think they are forced to lie a lot because you have to keep fitting into new situations. Oh yeah. So they have to show up. Change their sneakers when they find out. No, these aren't the cool fucking kicks. Yeah. Listen to different music. You know what I mean? Like you're forced to adapt, and when you adapt, that's kind of a lie, right? Yeah, that is a lie because it's not you. You're you're changing yourself. Well, how's it not you though? Even if you change yourself, you're still you. Like if you change your opinion, yeah. How are you not you? You're just you with another opinion. Yeah, that's changing an opinion, but I think you're doing that. But say if a kid moving to a new town, they're they not they don't maybe not necessarily like whatever whatever the music is, right? But, but so what? Like they like suppose you show up at a new place, yeah, and everyone likes South Park, and they go, "Do you like South Park? Why wouldn't you go? Yeah, it's fucking great." Like you guys think? <laughs> I think I even showed up on the first day, going like, "Should I say I'm from Oregon or should I say I'm from California? That'll be cooler." Then I know, well, no, they're gonna ask me about it. And I don't know anything about California. I'll just go with Oregon. See, a lot of kids that move around a lot, they uh, they become actors. Because they're forced to take on new characters. Oh, wow. Never knew that. Yeah. Well, you ought to listen to a little fucking thing we do here called the Ron Bankton interview. I do, but I haven't, I, haven't put two, I haven't put two and two together. That's only four. How fucking hard is that? It's fucking hard for it's me. It's minor addition. It's so funny the way you guys have gotten the old fucking chair back to me, too. It's fucking hilarious. I see. Selby's so fucking crazy. He laughed at that when it's his fuck up. Uh, Jay in Toronto, you're on the Ron and Fez show. <laughs> it fucking drives me nuts. You're on with uh, Ron, Chris, and Bill Jr. Hello? Yeah, go ahead, JJ. Oh, yeah, I thought you said something about Toronto. I was confused. Yeah, they, um, they say you're from Toronto. 
Oh, well, they're, they're wrong. I said Florida, but, you know, good hustle. Who's um, on those fucking phones? That's clocks. Is he forced to be so quiet he can't get information out of people? <laughs> you shut your fucking mouth, clocks! I never see it when any of you guys are in there that you turn and yell at everyone to shut up before you talk. And I always notice that Fez does that. Fez, you like it better back in there? Yeah, I chose to be in here, so I'm fine. That's great. All right. Um, <laughs> so, Jay, what can we do for you? I was calling about I got caught in a lie uh about three months ago, I was flying to Philly from Florida. I was sitting down. This guy sat down next to me and kept trying to talk to me when I had my headphones in. And he tapped my shoulder like three times, and I just kind of looked at him like nodded and pretended to listen. And then I know a little bit of sign language, so I like signed him, and I was like, my name is Jay. I like sandals or some weird shit like that. And he looked at me, and he just looked confused, and then he just started signing away in American Sign Language. And I just had to like look at him as we were taking off be like, I don't know sign language. I just don't want to talk to you. And it was a very awkward rest of the flight. Wow, that is weird, man. They don't lie on a... You can't leave on a plane. You can't go to yeah. another row. Miss, would you uh, switch places with me? I lied to this person next <laughs> to me. so awkward. And it's made it uncomfortable. I'll tell them to put your Bloody Mary over there. Yeah, you uh, walk back and you guys can badmouth me while I sit up there and read a magazine. Just trying to make this as comfortable as possible. Sports Illustrated. <laughs> we'll meet at the front with our carry-on. I've got a Vanity Fair. When you're on an airplane, you like to have like a big, thick fucking magazine. That's, like this Vanity Fair will last me a while. That's how I shop. By, I just by thickness. I like. I just, I just, <laughs> no, what's that? What? No, because <laughs> it sounds like you're shopping for cock. I'm not. It's magazine. Magazine thickness. Uh, Jason, you're on. Uh, Jason, you're on the Run of Fed show. Stanley. Stanley, don't you say you never suck cock when all those buttholes have been rimmed and you got Fizzy's face paint on your chin. Stanley, Stanley, don't you say you never suck cock. <sighs> I don't suck dick. Oscar, you're on the run of Fez show. <laughs> that was very good. I, I like that last call. Anyways, uh, yeah, I just wanted to complain about the uh, the interns. They have, like, uh, I don't know what it is. They have, like, no drive or something. I mean, you ask Clocks if he thinks he's the best, who he thinks the best intern was, and I was just thinking in my head, uh, he should fucking say him. I would have said I'm the best fucking intern. And not only that, but, I mean, how many times have they fucked up on getting name and locations? Uh, how many fucking clocks came in with a bit that probably took about 15 minutes to think of, okay? Uh, he didn't have an intro, an outro to that little bit. He didn't even have good questions. It takes, like, fucking an hour tops to, do, to, to create something like that. Oh, and not only that, but... Uh, I'm grateful that y'all sent me uh, a DVD, but y'all didn't send me the one y'all sent on the air, which, I mean, it doesn't matter to me, but, I mean, come on. Of course it does. What were you supposed to win? No, no, it doesn't. Uh, I think it was The Canyon. Uh-huh. But, I mean, I got a Waterboy by, uh, instead, signed by uh, fucking Fonzie. That was, that was a prize last week. Yeah, but I, on, when Chris was said what I won, he said that I won The Canyon, signed by that other lady. That that was sent out to the person that that won the canyon. I they're just, I remember they're just fucking up terrible. So are you calling me a liar? What the fuck, you reptilian? <laughs> He's right. You are reptilian. You've, 
Cold All right, Oscar. Sorry about that, buddy. Hey, hey, it's, it's not a problem. I'm just, uh, I love the show, guys. And uh, Ron, you're the fucking best, man. Um, I don't know why, but we were having a lot of fuck ups with the prizes. Now, this Sarah Schaefer thing, right? Uh, with lying. You say you're really good at it, right? Yeah. Chris? Yeah. You can tell us anything and it'll sound believable, right? Yeah. Tell us about you and your boyfriend, where you went last night and what kind of sex you had. Well, we went to the movies and then, you know, it was our movie night. It's it Tuesday nights. <laughs> I do believe him. Right? I do fucking believe him. And, that, and it was like a big multiplex. All right, here's what I want to do. Chris, you go first. Okay. Two lies and a truth. Okay. And we'll try to guess what the truth is. Okay. Uh, I've been arrested four times, and one of them was a felony. I, I was the valedictorian of my high school. I graduated from bartender school in 2006. Uh, I'm going to say you are not the valedictorian of your high school because you're too stupid. Oh. <laughs> what do you think, Shelby? Yeah, the valedictorian. Although I never heard you say that you went to bartending school. So which one's the truth? The truth is the the truth is the first one where I I, I got bagged for a felony. Right, so the last two were lies? Yeah. You were supposed to tell two truths and oh! a lie, weren't they? Or was it two lies and a truth? I thought it was two truths and a lie. Are those two lies and a truth? Right, two lies and a truth, okay. So we all picked, easy enough. All right, Shelby, two lies and a truth. Two lies and a truth. I suffered a compound fracture in my arm once while skateboarding. I had a 4.0 average in high school. And I used to live in Canada. Well, we know you never lived in Canada. Bullshit. And you're just ripping me off when I said about Victorian high, my high school. It's the fucking first one's the truth. Uh, what was the first one again? Suffered a compound fracture in my arm while skateboarding. I'm going to say that the truth is you had a 4.0 in high school. You said... Uh, compound fracture. Compound fracture. Which one? Is the truth. Compound fracture. You fucking idiot. Got it. It was so far-fetched, I thought maybe it was true. <laughs> that was the, it was one of the first times I that, thought of like comedy as like really dark later thinking about it because I like was... Flew, flew up in the air and landed, and all the kids started like laughing at me, not knowing it was like half part of a bone sticking out of me. And then I came up, just like freaking out. And then they all their faces just changed. And then later on, after the pain had subsided, and I was like in the hospital, I was like, "Well, it's kind of funny that it was just laughing at me, and I was just dying there." That's that's. Uh, you should just put your hat on it when the bone was sticking out. <laughs> So I actually I felt for I I lost one there, I nailed you directly. But I thought there might be a weird thing that maybe he was smarter. Oh no, I was um, I was bouncing back between those two. But then I figured, I don't think he cares enough about grades to try to get to a four grade average. I was only half smart, like English and history. I had an A, but then you know science and math 
like a C. And all my teachers like, I don't understand. Why don't, Why are you awful with this and great at other things? Uh, uh, what's this with Two Lies and the Truth with me? Yeah, Two Lies and the Truth. Uh, been involved in a couple abortions. One, the girl said, don't even take me. Uh, once got busted twice for dealing in the same week and OD'd in that same week while in high school and once was involved in jumping a minority for being a minority. Jesus Christ. Pick the truth. Alright, I'm going to work this out. You said you can't OD before before on the air. Well, I'll say this. That did not go to the hospital. It okay. was more of a freak out from PCP meltdown. The school found out about it sent me home. Wow, that's... But I did not go to the hospital. But in hindsight, it should have. Jesus. Then that's the truth. That's the truth. Those are lies. I think the truth is the abortions. All three were the truth. <laughs> 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 Everyone's a winner. <laughs> what a week that was. Yeah. Once at an Aerosmith show, once in fucking trainer with the motherfuckers. The cops stole my fucking money and dope and let me go. Oh, that's the That worst. I was dealing. Yeah. Which led to a lot of fucking problems was, down the road. Was it weight? Yeah. I mean, I was dealing fucking, you know, the same PCP I OD'd on. Which one was the guy wearing the hockey jersey? That was the Aerosmith show. Motherfuckers. I actually thought to myself, when Aerosmith finds out they're busting people, they're going to be here in a heartbeat, probably, to pay all of our tabs and get us out of here. We're here to bail out all these young fans. I really fans. thought they cared. <laughs> I thought that they cared. Uh, Brian, you're on the Run and Face show. Hey, how you doing? Good. Shelby is the biggest liar. I caught him in so many lies from different podcasts, but that house thing is from that movie Lucas in the 80s. He's even... You're uh, right. Yep. You fucking just stole the movie Lucas. I remember Lucas now. Oh, my God. I can give you the address. Yeah, How it's from Lucas? the movie. All right, so this uh, podcast is called Lies, and they're going to have Colin Quinn on this year, Jim Gaffigan, Jenny Slate is some of the guests. It starts October, October 7th, and I know they're doing something from the New York uh, Comedy Fest. Sarah Schaefer, it's all up on the Interbank today. It sounds like a fucking great idea, because I hate... You know what I hate about this uh, whole generation of comics? It just feels like they should be talking about themselves masturbating and sharing shitting. everything. Yeah. Stop it and start entertaining people. Yeah, I'm going to be listening. Stop fucking boring everyone with the truth and write some fucking material. Make people fucking freak out over things that aren't true. Yeah, I believe she, uh, she, uh, she's recorded all of them. So now they're just waiting to release them, the, the podcast. Uh, Aaron says she's uh, coming to the Unmasked 
with Andrea Martin tonight at 6 o'clock. And is it too weird to wear her SCTV Edith Prickly costume? And I say, it's not even slightly weird. That's fucking perfect. Just like when I take Chris Stanley to a Giants game, and he wears the helmets, pads, and fucking screams, put me in. That's right. Put me in through the whole game. They gotta fucking hold me back. And when he yells, put me in, he points at his dick in another man's asshole. That was supposed to be our joke. <laughs> oh, I thought it was part of lies. <laughs> no, that was 100% true. Hey, Honor, you're on the Run Fest show. Hey, uh, well, I'm not surprised about that because Hicks wears a helmet to the grocery store, but uh, his name is Pepper Hicks. He sucks a lot of dicks. He cannot talk because his tongue does not fit in his mouth. It's fucking hurtful, dude, all right? All these songs are making me look really gay. Right, tell me whether you think this is a lie or the truth. All right. Chris Stanley has a great future in radio. Lie. <laughs> lie or the truth. Shelby has a great future in radio. Lie. Lie or the truth. Fez Watley has any kind of future in radio. Any kind? Yeah. Do we say at the same time? It's any kind. It could be anything. So true. It could be literally anything. Just in radio. <laughs> just owning a radio. <laughs> uh, he got you back, though, Chris. You don't fuck with him. Not when he's in the other room. God, I hate this chair. Hate it. I despise it. Bum 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 bum. I know for a fact he doesn't own a radio. Really, cell phone can be a radio now. So yes, you're gonna fucking tell me. I'm very familiar with the fucking SiriusXM app. It's where you can listen on demand. Find the Easter egg. Heard there's gonna be another one. This is a very weird. It's almost like the Twitter feed went out and came back. Did all of Twitter go dark? People will freak. What are you going to do? I can't tell whether Mikey Sinclair is being sarcastic or straight up honest. <clears throat> I can't wait to see Erin in this costume. I hope she's not bullshitting us. Yeah, that would be a major disappointment now if she's blowing this up. I'll even tell them downstairs. Look for a woman <laughs> in the costume. Send her up immediately. She thinks she'll be signing autographs after her multiple Jumbotron appearances, too. Tim Knight says, Chris Stanley, what the fuck does truth mean? Truth? Yeah. Truth. Truth, there it is. Ezra says, please roll tape if Chris tries to do the warm-up. I would love to see it. Uh, Gary Goldman is coming up uh, later on today. He's part of a big tour right now Chris yeah it's the it's his it's his first big tour ever it's about time tour it's happening right now and in the next dates he's playing Helium Comedy Club in Philly Thursday October 9th through Saturday October 11th go to GaryGullman.com for tickets and additional dates and he's part of the Highlander pool too he's still alive 
Not only is he alive, but he's one of our, well, we think, five to six guys that got a real chance of taking this home. Yeah. I mean, this thing, they can go deep into the season. They know what they're doing. Next year, I just want to do one with the subway ladies that you put up today. I don't know if they know how to use computers, these broads. You don't feel bad putting some of those women up? No. I felt like you crossed the line, dude. Really? Yeah. I mean, look, it's... They're on the subway. They know that people can videotape them. And so, most of them look like they're having a good time. Especially the lady just slapping her vagina over and over again. I mean, she was actually just pleasuring herself, so that's a positive in my book. The regular, the people that look like regular people, they seem the most pissed. They seem the most angry, and they, they look like they have homes. Uh, Mikey Sinclair says he wasn't being sarcastic. Old dealing and getting pinched stories are always a good time. Everybody has them, don't they? I do. Shelby, you've been arrested before, right? No. Never? I'd be terrified, too. Why? You gotta get, you go to jail. I've gotten a couple of, like, you know, citations, but never... For what, blowing guys? Blowing guys, <laughs> and I skipped the... I, I, did not have my metro card on, man. I, another guy in plain clothes cut me skipping the turnstile. Um, uh, honestly, and this is weird in New York City, they watch that and parking violations more than anything else. You would be better off stabbing someone right. than jumping the turnstile. They watch those turnstiles like crazy people. And I know a guy, because once you get into the system here, who jumped the turnstile. Started arguing back, and it took him 24 hours before he was out of the tombs. Yeah. 24 fucking hours. Bookings is terrible. It's just, it's just awful. And you just sit there in a fucking dirty cell forever. So what'd you do? Try to leap right over? Uh, yeah, I, no, I can. Sl- I slipped through it. <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> what? That's really fucking funny. And it was on the way to picking up BL for the Jim Florentine unmatched. So it wasn't that long ago. No, I like I was like God, I gotta fucking get this Metro card. I don't have time. I gotta. And then they were like, got me like right. He was like, I was right about to step on the subway, and this guy like grabbed my elbow. He's like, Hey, can you want to step over here for a second? So, Boy, both BL and Polo have been trying to get a hold of me, but I've been too busy lately. Um, tell clocks to call. Who you want to hear from? Polo. Polo. Polo first. I'm worried about him. And then BL and her girlfriend wanted to fly in to have a one-hour meeting with me. One would be flying in from Texas, and she would fly in from Florida. And I'm like, I, I'm so busy right now. Let me just talk to you about this later. Skype it. Yeah. I'm the- sure she was talking about a three-way. Uh, hey, uh, Lucas. Lucas, you're on the run of Fed show. You know, it's kind of weird uh, with entertainment these days, cause, and it seems like it started with the reality shows. Um, but for some reason, it's almost like we want more reality in our entertainment and more entertainment in our reality. Because if you took just a regular guy on the street and filmed them, you'd be bored. So they have to augment the reality to make it more entertaining. But if you get a movie that's, like, fantastical, or sci-fi, and the continuity is off just a little bit. People get so pissed, so they want more reality in their entertainment. It's just, it's confusing. Lucas, you couldn't be more right. It's true. No one gets turned off 
when you know you watch one of these reality shows and the women are throwing drinks in each other's faces and it just doesn't happen in real life. Yeah. I mean, you've never seen ladies throwing drinks at each other unless it's on TV and it happens almost every night. There's brawls constantly. There's like actually fist fights. Yes, it doesn't happen. But we know it's fake and we watch anyway. But he's right. If you're watching something and then you go like, that motorcycle, he never would have been able to jump from the bridge right onto the boat and the motorcycle. <laughs> you know, that they fucking get pissed about. I mean, let's talk to Mr. Reality himself, Paulo. Paulo. Yes, sir. Paulo, you like the movie. Um... And call BL next for me too. Would you? I'm going to take care of everything today. Uh, we've uh, Chris has sent out the stuff to Jay Moore, and that's all yeah. we can do. If he doesn't get in touch I with understand. you, yeah, I understand. I just you know I know he I know Chris is always doing football stuff with Jay Moore, going back and forth sometimes. Yeah. So I thought maybe. Yeah. You know, and you have you know. a big TV show. You think that would star Jay Moore? Well, yeah. I mean, I see Jay Moore as a great. A uh, person to produce it, be an ensemble person in the cast. It could be a great show, absolutely. Well, he's got the stuff, so it'll right. be up to him whether he contacts you. I understand. I just thought I'd give it a shot. You did give it a shot. He gave it to him, but yeah, we, we, we can't keep harassing the man. I understand. I mean, it, 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 I just was hoping that I'd get a, get his ear for a minute, just to see what he's right. But that'll be up to him. You know what I mean? I got it. Okay. He's reading the script. You know, from what I hear from the buzz, he loves it. Okay. He's <laughs> uh, figured out how he can separate you from the project. I understand. That's probably it. And that's why I didn't even put my name on it. I put in my partner's name on it because he's kind of the genius behind it. So I figured I'd put his name on it. That way I'm out of the process to a certain degree. I understand. Now, Fez told me that that partner of yours ripped you off for a lot of money. Well, he didn't rip me off. It's all part of a, you know, it's part of a partnership. I mean, he's a very smart guy. We work together. We write a lot of stuff. Sure. Sure. I gave him some money so we could go out to L.A. How yeah, much money? I mean, I mean, it's not, in your world, it's not a lot of money. In my world, it's, it's you know, it's, it's, it's around seven, eight thousand $8,000. $8,000. All right. So you're saying fucking change for coffee. Yeah, for exactly. For you, nothing. For me, yeah, it's a little bit. So, but I don't, believe me, we're tight. We talk every day. We're always working. We're always trying to figure something. Because we got dozens of projects, but I'm very excited about the sitcom project. And it's uh, it's like a Big Bang Theory. Everybody loves Raymond News Radio kind of a show. And I, think it I love all those shows. This could be great. Now, I'm working on a game show with Chris Stanley right now. Great idea. And I think it's going to be a hit, too. What is it? Good. It's called How Many Dicks Can He Suck? <laughs> and it's it's kind of like Millionaire or there's all these boxes and like you turn the box, it'll say like 27 and then he'll do that. Or if it's 37, then he'll do that. I can't. Mm -hmm. I'm pulling out of this game. This game show. Well, let me get. Let me ask you a question. What uh, What network are you envisioning will put this? Uh, you know, what are you shooting for? Well, like, and you know, I'm envisioning <laughs> that you know it's ABC primetime. You know, I, basically yeah, where the old I millionaire mean, is, and you turn yeah. on in that millionaire spot, and there's Chris. <laughs> They're not going to let me suck the dick on the air. We'll I'm see, thinking, Chris. I'm thinking premium cable, premium, you know, HBO. The other thing is, you can put up like one of those shadow yeah. screens, and you're just seeing a guy sucking a cock behind it. This sounds right. terrible. I don't. What know. What about your catchphrase? What? I swallowed a lot of cum tonight. 
All right, thank you for tuning in. See you tomorrow night. And it just I ends with you projectile vomiting. <laughs> All the comments in your stomach. <laughs> I think it'll be a hit. Everyone I know I will watch it. HBO hasn't done game shows yet, and I think this is a virgin territory. Well, Paul, we did the best we could. I understand. I understand. But uh, if you're serious about that, I got some game shows, too, that I'd like to do. Uh, You know, we we have a game show contact that we can always contact. I can't believe. Well, as long as it doesn't have anything to do with me sucking dick. I think I, I'd, I'd be open to listening to it. I got an idea for a game show, see if you guys like it. All right. It's called Run, White Boy, Run. And what we do is take different Caucasians <laughs> and put them into, let's say, the other side of town. Okay. Three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And then it's Run, White Boy, Run. I like it. Yeah. They have to like shout something and then no, run. No, it'll just... be on regular time so people know that they're coming. Like you'll be able to follow them the whole time. Oh wow! So you GPS track them as they're going yeah, through. Yeah, GPS. They'll have GoPros attached to them. Oh, sick. Yeah. Uh, I, I have a I have a serious idea that I think would work. Actually, it's a series of moms and dads versus kids, and you can just see something like that. You can go anywhere. Pederist. And I would. I would think we would go to like a town and then, you know, have a, each week would have a different town and, the, you know, various uh, games where they would uh, compete with each other. Mm. Paulo, you, a reality show. Paulo, are you having a fun Jewish New Year this year? Um, I'm just actually writing my review for the Box Trolls right now. I'm not, uh, I'm not like Jewish. I, I have lots of Jewish friends, though. Did you like it? I, I like Coraline and I like Paranormal it's by the same people, but I actually hated this movie. Wow, he never gives Whoa. a bad review. I just found it repulsive and barely watchable. And it's got a great cast of people. You know, it's got uh, Sir Ben Kingsley, it's got Nick Frost, Simon Pegg, uh, Richard Ayoade, whatever you pronounce his name, Ellie Fanning. A lot of good people in it, and you would think it would be great. Stop motion. Uh, Paul, you couldn't bore me anymore. Who's going to win Big Brother tonight? I I hope it's uh, it's a black person. Well, it's too late for that. Um, But if it's not Victoria, I'm going to be mad. Because she's the worst player in history. That's crazy. She's the worst, dumbest, clueless player that's ever played. She's been a pawn. (laughs) Look who it is. It's BL. BL! I love Chris Stanley, and I want to bang him right now. Okay. Let others laugh at your joke. Don't laugh at your own, honey. Now, BL, you sent me an email the other day, and I wrote back to you that I'm very, very busy, but I want to work something out. You wanted to fly in for an hour meeting? Yes, I love you. I want to come home. The North Americans... Xmers, Chris Stanley, you, you're my family now. I got nobody. Can I please come back to New York? Can I run Chris Stanley's coffee? Can I kiss his ass? Well, the thing is, since you and Fez didn't exactly hit it off, you know, I, I thought I would put him... You were supposed to take care of Fez. I, I took that queer to dinner three times. He didn't thank me once. He picked up the $1,400 bill in Tribeca. I appreciated it. I sent thank you notes, which I'm sure you didn't get. I didn't see it, no. 
I love Fez. Now, Go ahead with your point. Well, my point is, I don't know where it goes, but why did you say you just wanted to come up for an hour and then fly Julian for an hour? Because we want to get the band back together. San Fran, we want to take Chris Stanley after you. Well, Benny, where are you going, Benny? Let's it, come out with, let's get this whole thing out on the table right now. Where's it, everybody going? You guys staying there? Yes, there's no one's going to San Francisco. Why did you get the idea that we were? Well, because when I was in for my four days of fame, which mm-hmm. I fell in love with North America. Um, <laughs> sorry, not just a laugh. Um, I just want to. I just want to do something with y'all. It's, it's. It's. We could really be. We could gel. Hello. We had something together. So, I'm not trying to be the wacky girl you date, or she gives you a BJ one night, and then all of a sudden she's stalking you. I'm not stalking you guys. I would fly up for one hour for one meeting with Ron Bennington. But, Are you kidding me? But what would we meet about? Me going to San Francisco? No, you just given me some direction, and you, Chris, and your team start me a show somewhere. Podcast, XM at 3 o'clock in the morning for two hours. Anywhere. Anywhere i got to start, just like I did with you when I answered your phone. That's all. Well, you were a child then, BL. We were all children. Now, what, are you moving to San Francisco? No. All I know is my condo has an offer, my cars are sold, everything's done, and I'm going somewhere in the next couple months when all my debts are paid off and everything's done, I want to pick a new city. I don't know if I'm going to New York, L.A., San Fran, or with you, Benny, with you and your, and, and your lovely people. <laughs> I like that. All right, well, let's not do a, let's not do a fly-up. Why not? Why can't I fly up? JetBlue does $99 round trip, and I, I get to be back home by 10. I'm in bed. Because you won't leave, and then we'll have that thing. God. Is Chris Stanley forgiving me yet? Can I get that in? Well, why don't, you, why don't you just say the advice that you gave me about Fez? Fez has got to stop. I want Fez to come forward and do something because there's one thing I won't do. And Fez may never speak to me again. But right now, none of your shows speaking to me anyway except Molly. <laughs> she loves me. Um, here's the point. Fez, in his own recognizance, is going to make the great Ron Bennington go down in history. How can you take away the history of Ron, Fez? And and all that he's done for you, and the loyalty, and just screw you, Ron Benson. Fez, you got to come forward. Whether you'd want to do talk radio or you don't, let your team know, because your team is behind you. Now, and I'm not kissing ass to anybody. Chris works his ass off for no money. Now, can Everybody I, around there. Now, huh? can, I, can I give you, like, can I tell you, in Fez's defense, he is in the other room behind the glass wearing Ultimate Warrior makeup today. Oh, I saw a picture. Yeah. That's one second away from scaring people, and the world doesn't understand what to do with that. WWE can do it. Fez should not do that. Unless he's going to go back to Nature Boy and put his Fez cap on and be funny and talk every three minutes instead of waiting for you to hand it to him on a silver platter. I don't agree with it. I'm very disappointed in my Fezzy. i got to be honest. 
I'm just being honest because I'm screwed anyway. I'm not allowed to ever come back. But I came up there to tell the truth. And this is the truth. Fez has got to answer Bennington. And if he doesn't... Why can't people say my last name? It's complicated. Benetton unmasked. It'll always be unmasked now. <laughs> SD. Why don't we just say that? It doesn't matter. All I know... Uh, he hasn't even old. answered you back, BL. BL, no one's more disappointed in me than me. So I, I don't need your disappointment, too. But Ron... Or excuse me, My Fez. name's Fez. Fez, honey, I love you. I came up there to help you. You're not telling me anything I don't fucking know myself. But how can you let Ron, who supported you all these years... I feel fucking bad about it every day. I don't need you to point it out with your nine fucking fingers. Uh, So do you want his 54-year-old ass to go down history as Bennington like that? Do you want Benny to end his career like that? What if it just... I don't want to fucking hurt Ron! Well, then why don't you tell him the truth, Fessy? Just, just, you can stay, but come to a lower level and let Chris Stanley step up and take some money. Let him have some of that XM fucking health insurance. I don't have any. That's why I go to Pit Talk. I got Obama coming up in January. I got sick. I'm just saying, I love Fez more than anything, and I thought I could fix him. I truly thought I could... Do you hear the passion in my voice? Yeah, I, I do. I could tell you I'm full of crap right now. I am so disappointed in Fez. I'm not afraid. I'm disappointed in myself, too. Good. Vote unanimous. Bitch. Why you call her a bitch? What? Because <laughs> everybody else does. <laughs> At least he didn't say the C word. Because she thinks she's called in with some great fucking revelation. The revelation is you need to tell your best friend and family member, Ron, who has stood by you. The truth says if you need a month off, he's not going to fill your spot with anybody. No one will ever be fed. But by being quiet every day, you're screwing us all over in the audience. That sucks. That sucks that you're screwing us all over because you don't want to talk. You and suck. That's why you're in radio. See, that's low blows. I know I'm not in radio. I pissed off the wrong people. It's okay. I'll paint furniture forever, but I at least work for a living. It's really sad, and you're not going to make oh, me cry anymore. Shit. Chris Stanley used to make me cry. Chris and I are friends now. I can feel it. Oh, you can call in and say whatever you fucking want and hurt people's feelings on purpose. Someone says something back to you. Oh, you made me cry. There's one thing nobody Fuck that. Mess- you know what? Nobody will ever mess with Ron Bennington in my world. Nobody in Tampa, Florida supports me like Ron Bennington has. I don't care for how many years he has, and I'll never forget that. And I'm not kissing his ass. You can say what you want, but says you need to man up. Step out or step up, bitch. You understand? He doesn't deserve it, and neither does his audience. It's boring. You're boring his audience. And what happens if he has to go under a surgery or some kind of procedure? You want Ron Bennington to go out of Ron? Your name's in lights, and you spit in his face like this? I don't fucking spit in his face. Ron does fantastic work. Without, you're, 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 you his no interviews are amazing. Show. Unmasked is huge. I know that. Why aren't you? Why aren't you? You're the best I ever saw, Fez. You're the best. Why are you doing this to your staff? And Chris included. Why do you think Chris is in a bad mood half the time? Because he's got to do your shit. Am I wrong here? No, you're not wrong. I agreed with you. 
Keep pointing it out how horrible I am. Please, just keep doing it. When you got comedians in the studio fest taking over you and asking you why you don't talk, and I know it hurts your feelings, and I don't want to make you hurt yourself. Please don't ever hurt yourself. You'd be hurting Ron. It's true. It's, it's all of our worst fears. But, Fez, you've got to come forward, buddy. You've got to get your meds fixed. You've got to become Fez again. Your audience deserves it. You know, this is like an intervention because we've all known each other for like 25 years. We do. Yeah. 25. And Fez, you and BL are best friends. I thought so. Fez is the reason my Hooters on the radio show made it. Sorry about the plug. But your audience now, Fez, is waiting on you. And you keep kicking Ron and them in the teeth every day they wait for you to come back. Tomorrow, Derek Jeter plays his last game as a Yankee. What's going to happen when Ron Bennington plays his last day as a Yankee? Huh? Step up to the point and plate and point, bitch. Bobby Thompson style. Round the world. I ain't talking about eating somebody's butt. Talk about fucking boring. Okay. I told the truth. I'm not going to bore you guys anymore. My time has come. I'm out. I don't have a job. There's no money for me to have a job because you got all the money, Fez. Yes, I have every dime in the world and I should give it to you and I should give it to Paulo. I don't your money. I don't want your money, but pay your people. Give Chris and those other people a Christmas bonus or something. Put Chris back. You don't know what the fuck goes on here. That's a September bonus. (laughs) (laughs) This ain't funny. I wish I could say this was shtick. This is not shtick. I thought it was when I went to New York July 8th, the last day I ever had in radio. I thought it was all shtick, but it's not. It's real shit. The whole show. And you think you're funny in your same shirt. What the hell is that all about? The same shirt? Fez, come on, man. You're a good-looking guy. You're right. I probably should just go out, put on a new shirt, go out, find a hundred-year-old man to sponge off of. You're right. It's not fun, Fez. The low blows suck. It's really Yeah, yeah, I realized that as soon as you called. Yeah, Yeah, I realized it. I I, I know how low blows feel. You know what? I'm not going to talk friend. to each other. It hurts. It hurts. I yeah, it does. Tried to help it you. really does hurt. Ron thought that I'd be able to help you. He never asked me to. He never did. I swear to God. But I know in his eyes that he wished I would. Those three times that we, we went to lunch. And you and me, Fez, you were normal. You were normal with me. We talked up a storm. Why can't you talk three hours a day? Why can't you be Fez? All I did was ask you about your life. Look, I'm not going to bore your audience anymore. No one wants to hear from me. I'm out of radio. It's fine. I got shit to go paint. It doesn't matter. Chris, I'm sorry I hurt you, friend. Non-friend. You're both painting, so there's that. You have something in common. (laughs) Yeah. Benny, you got anything to say? I got to go. No, I'll, I'll talk to you guys later. Hey, I'm sorry. I wish this was craziness, but it's not. It's the truth, Fez. Step up, bitch. Yes, uh, we all got it. Yeah, whatever. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you, Fez Wally. (laughs) The BNBL stands for boring. Her and uh, Fez used to do 
show that I put together years ago called Hooters on the Radio, and it was with Hooters girls. And they were so nuts that I moved Fez over to work with them, and then they had this great chemistry, and they we used to come on after the Ron and Ron show, and it was just great. And we were all, you know, good friends together. And she went from worrying about Fez, and now she's mad at him. Screw fuck you. Well, she wants him to step up. She, it, it, it's... You know, the thing with Fezzi, I go back and forth with him between what can I do for you and I'm so mad at you. You know what I mean? We yeah. all, you know, sooner or later, it, it's this whole, you know, weird thing. But Fez, BL loves you. Yeah, I can hear it. You don't think that she does? No, she just wants in here. Like, that's it. Like, she'd ever make it through a serious XM interview. I'm walking around with face paint, and I would still come off less crazy than her. This is like the last reel of a fucking David Lynch film. <laughs> this is Mulholland Drive. There's a cowboy with. Dude, I couldn't block. believe that you started attacking her for you know missing a finger and her husband passing away. She wants to attack. I'll attack back. I don't know why it's always one-sided. You've never had a fight with her like that before in your life. What do you mean, why it's always one-sided? Like with Paul Lowe, it's one-sided. Yeah, but BL's her own person. You can't compare her to Paul Lowe. Uh James, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, guys. Just wanted to say, uh, fucking BL. Love the fucking passion. Love the loyalty. Uh, I don't fucking own a radio station. I got a goddamn dog resort, but you got a job in North Carolina anytime you fucking want. I'll clear out staff to get her on. Fuck that. I will tell you this uh, about BL. And we've probably had 150 comics on this show since we've come to Raw Dog. And no one has made the impact with the audience that BL did. They were crazy about her. Everyone loved her. You and her had a fallout. Oh, yeah, we had a big fallout. And then she, for the last time she'd be talked to her, she was screaming out how I ruined her life. But I'm glad, you know, we're back in good graces. Flathead emailed me. What Flat say? Hey, Chris, is this thing with Fez a bit? Mondo Bizarre. <laughs> Why is Flathead going around you to me to you? Stop going behind his back. Wait, I got something from Flat Stowe. And he just wrote, I got your back, Ronnie. I know you do, Flats. I know, and you got my nostrils, too. Well, you do what you can, you know? Um, let's go over here to Joe. Joe, you're on the Run of Fez show. Calling about uh, Paulo's movie reviews. Where can I read them or or find where they are? Well, is he still doing stuff for the iBang? Does that still happen there? They're on the unfiltered section. Yeah, if you go to the unfiltered section of the iBang, um, you can either A, read Paulo's reviews, or B, buy used furniture. <laughs> Yeah, he has a review for Nymphomaniac in the unfiltered section. It's in the bottom, the bottom left-hand part of the, the iBang on the page. How long ago was that? That's from about two or three weeks ago. But yeah, but Nymphomaniac came out so much longer before. I know. What the <laughs> fuck? 
David, you're on the Run of Fez show. Let's try it again. David. Hey, buddies. How we doing today? Good. I just want, I called on her last day, and I'm calling again today. I love BL on the radio, and she, that was the most entertaining week of radio. I love Fez, but BL slays it on the radio, man. She got to bring her up to New York, Benny. Come on. Give her the hour interview. It's, you know, the, the thing is, I don't fucking hire people here. You know what I mean? Uh, I love BL. And I'd have her up here for a second. Sirius would have to figure out. I mean, she's like, Ben, I just want to answer your fiends. I don't care. I live in a box. But I don't want her to run out of money. She's, you know, that's her savings that she has. Um, Rich in Michigan. Hey, Ronnie. How you doing? Uh, what's up? Yeah, I love I love the week that BL was in there, but uh, along with loving her on the radio, I loved what she did for you and hearing you sound the way you did on the radio and enjoying yourself. Like that's what was great about well, it. Well, I was really laughing, and like she's the only person who fucks with me. She knows how to say my last name. She's just trying to drive me nuts. You know what I mean? The Benny stuff. Is this something personal? People eating that about Benny? It just makes me fucking laugh because it's so damn annoying. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, that's right. Yep. Uh, hearing you laugh that much every day was great. Uh, you know, it reminded me of the old days. That's, that's all I had. Thanks. Um, and Fez, you can say whatever you want, but boring she's not. Nuts. Yeah, live I'll agree with that. She's a live wire. But boring? No. No. She ain't. I meant bipolar. Bipolar I could go for. Manic. But this is a time I think you need to build a bridge, buddy. She's the one with the matches burning it down. She called in and started attacking me. She didn't attack you, which she was trying to do. And she even was saying, you are so funny. There's the picture of all you guys when you were younger. Beautiful Julie Williams, Lynn Austin, Brenda Lee, and Fez Watley with blonde hair and a black beard. <laughs> Very wrestler look. And now he has a new wrestler look, but it's just with face paint. Um, there are people writing in that you were wrong about that thing. Did Polo just did a thing for Tusk. Did you uh, see any of the reviews on Tusk yet? Uh, I read one from the New York Post. They're not being kind to him, right? No, no. Is it like so bad that it's good, though? Is it like that thing? Like it's so crazy? The Post just didn't like it. But I'm still going to see it. It's Kevin Smith. Are you going to call BL tonight and squash this thing? Fix it? No. Hey, Jay, you're on the Run and Fez show. Gay little centaur, gay little centaur, likes to suck on creamy dicks. Gay little centaur, gay little centaur, also known as Homo Hicks. It's true, though. No, it's not. I don't like creamy dick. <laughs> Nasty. Hey, John, what's up, buddy? Hey, uh, Ronnie, do we have an update on Paulo, Paulo and the mansion and what Fez is doing about buying the comedy mansion down there? Fez, what's going on with that? 
I have no idea. Paulo has eight grand to give out to this uh, scam artist friend of his. I think that would be a nice down payment on the mansion. So you're not going in with him? No. Oh. We got a break here. Gary Goldman coming up in a couple moments. Um, we should probably do like a little Twitter thing just for everybody to tell um, Pete how proud I am of him. You know, because I ain't really am. Pete Dominic, so proud of the work that he's doing, how great he's doing. Let him know. Because that's important to him. It's at Pete Dominic. At Pete Dominic is his name. We'll break. Is Gary in the building? Uh, he's on foot. He's He should be. He's, he's about on half, foot. He's half a block away is what he texted me. Right back. Ron and Fez. Ron and Fez. On Raw Dog. Comedy Hits. Channel 99. Yeah, buddies, it's the Ron and Fez show. Somewhere we've lost clocks and Gary Goldman. There he is. Oh. Nice to see you, my friend. It's been a while. Gary Goldman's about time tour. It's happening right now. He's playing Helium Comedy Club in Philly, Thursday, October 9th through Saturday, October 11th. Go to GaryGoldman.com for tickets and additional dates. You look like a million well bucks, done. too, man. You look like a million bucks. <laughs> Thank you. You look like just a road comic out there, just enjoying life. I am. I really am. Thank Victoria's you. The tour is going great? Yeah, yeah. I, did, I was just in uh, Scottsdale, Arizona, and uh, for sold-out audience, so that was nice. Someone actually wrote to me the other day, and they said that you were the funniest stand-up that they ever saw. They saw you on this tour, and they wrote to me, and they said, I know Gary does your show. They go, this was the funniest stand-up <laughs> act I've ever seen. <laughs> Why do and I want to name ten other people that they should see? Everybody, then, Everything then... is gelling for you right now. <laughs> you're <hope>. Magellan, <laughs> as we sit here. Ferdinand. But you're not comfortable with that, are you? you don't no. Want, you don't want things to go well. No, I do. I do want things to go well versus not going well. But I only when they do go well, I only feel relief. I don't feel any kind of... There's no Joy. pleasure. There's right, no, yeah. You don't have a pleasure center. You have a relief center yes. at best. Yes. Um, how, you, how did you know that? Oh, well, you're another human being. Yeah. Uh, BL just called. Remember she was in here the yes. last time? Yeah. Yes. And she just went and she just had a total meltdown on the phone. <laughs> oh, really? And it was just, it was so great that I seriously <laughs> want to hear the end of it okay. again. Uh, but. Um, that would be fun. Yeah. She. Uh, 
she was so crazy just moments ago. And then someone wrote, the last time that she was in here, it was Gary. And yeah. I remember that day, you were at the swing from the, you know what I mean? <laughs> you were swinging from the trees with her. You give up reality as normal reality. Yes. This is what it felt like to be in Vietnam where the guys start to say, I got to think like Charlie. You know what I mean? <laughs> I can't come in with everything I've learned in West Point. I have to adapt to what Charlie's doing. Uh, you're still in this Highlander football game that we have, and people are now, you, you picked Steelers, Packers, Patriots, yeah. which means you still got a lot of great teams left. Yeah. A lot of guys went and used up. The Seahawks. Bro. Yeah. But you've got those guys still there. I've been very lucky because all the games have been close. Yeah. Well, that's the way this league is now. And, and my whole thing was to uh, avoid picking the uh, uh, Seahawks too early. Yeah, yeah, that that's right. Ace in the hole. Yeah, keep that. Uh, Jay Moore is going in that direction too, where he's he's holding some stuff back. It's a dangerous game to play though, because you could go out quick. Yeah, um, the Cowboys last week threw down twenty-one nothing in the. And we actually said we lost Jay Moore. It's done. And we were laughing about it. And as they're coming back, I'm like kind of cheering for Jay. But then I hate the Cowboys. It was a no-win situation for me. Um, but you played some college ball, I understand. Yeah, at Boston College. Yeah. I had no idea that. Oh, really? That's what you should open with. You were a tight end? Yes. Yeah, about 40 pounds ago. Wow. Yeah, I was really great in high school. I was a tremendous athlete. And then I got to college where everybody else was the same size and and, yeah. and a lot tougher. And, and I was just, I just remember I missed a block. Glenn Foley was the quarterback. I missed a block mm. on um, this guy. His name was Mike Marinaro. His, his cousin was Ed Marinaro, yeah. who was a famous Harvard player. Anyhow, this guy was a 290-pound version of, of Ed Marinaro. Yeah. And he... Uh, my blocking technique was just, uh, geez, I hope he trips or something. You know, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was terrible. My technique was awful because I, I didn't want to put my helmet into it because I was, I was uh, afraid of breaking my neck. So anyhow, he blew right past me, sacked Glenn Foley into tomorrow, and uh, the next thing I remember was the was the coach coming across the field and. It might be my memory, but I, I really believe there was smoke and one of those whistles, one of those whistles going yeah. off that goes off when when it's time to go home at, at uh, uh, the quarry in Bedrock. <laughs> and and my before he even got to me, my lower lip started quivering, <laughs> and he he let loose. Yeah, and. Uh, and it, and I went into his office on Monday, and I was like, I, I'm not cut out for this. This is not, it's not, this gonna is not me. Somebody's going to get killed. <laughs> <laughs> I usually pick a much smaller school. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, I really believe that I could have uh, played much better at Brandeis University <laughs> or, or even um, Liberty. Well, Liberty, Liberty isn't that, been, yeah. yeah, isn't that like a, yeah. a religious school where Ed I would have dominated? I think was he, he won the Heisman in... No. No. No, no Harvard guy ever won the Heisman, but do, he was on Hill Street Blues. I believe he won the Heisman. Really? Fez, am I wrong with this? I I oh. say you're right. <laughs> See him. Oh, hi, Gary. Oh, my God. <laughs> hi, Gary. The ultimate warrior-ish. Now, did he win the Heisman, yes or no, Fez? I say yes. Well, let's look it's it possible. up. possible. Uh... He's best known for finishing as a runner-up to Pat Sullivan for Damn. the 1971 Heisman. Damn, wow. I knew that there was a thing. That's that he incredible. Was, he was the out last, of Harvard. Out of Harvard. Yeah, he was the last guy 
that had a shot, and then because they, they made a movie about him because his brother was sick, they okay. made a very sad TV yes. movie. Yes, and he started about in him. It. Yeah, yeah, they were great. Do you remember a movie called Something for Joey? Yes, about I do. John That's- Capaletti. Yeah, was it, and they would play it at like midnight on Saturdays. All right, now I, I've confused the two. John Capaletti, who I was thinking okay. of. Yeah, and he did win the Heisman, Capaletti. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Marinaro went on to play with the Vikings and maybe the Giants, right? The, the Vikings and the Jets. The Jets. That was uh, the most yeah. effeminate way those two names have ever been said. Yes. The Vikings and the, and the Jets. The Vikings wow. and the Jets. There are a couple gangs in my neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> when you're a jet! <laughs> you know what? I say I don't like musical theater until I get to that fucking thing, and then I love that. West Side Story? Yeah, I could sing that whole goddamn thing all night. Tom Waits' version of some of those songs destroys me. <laughs> There's a place for us. I'll just be driving <laughs> along going, I think Tom's right. <laughs> the Vikings and the Jets! This is who I'm picking this week. Um, now, yeah, something for Joey was the name of that. Yeah, they, and I hate to say it because the kid, you know, was sick and all that, but they tried to rip off Brian's song. Oh, of course. I mean, they went, "Men are crying." A Brian song. Let's give them another one. I don't think you're being cynical. Yeah. I think there was. We need another cancer kid <laughs> football thing. Well, how about how, this time? It's with a kid, though. Yeah, Instead right. Of, that's <laughs> even worse. That's even—it's a child with cancer. And, and he doesn't survive, does he? <laughs> God no. God no. Actually, the tearjerker. The, the thing that gets to me in any movie, and I'll say, does something happen to a kid or a dog in this? Because oh I my still, god, yeah, I still yeah. can't watch that. Yeah. You see uh, Budweiser's new commercial for the stop drunk driving? They use dogs. They use a dog. To no, get dogs that got killed? They know. The, no, the thing is, like... Budweiser could stop drunk driving. That's the weird thing. <laughs> <laughs> They're the ones with the power. They have, like, a dog, and it's, like, waiting for its owner after he went out with a bunch of Budweiser's into a car. And it's like, don't leave your friends waiting at home. And then, but then the guy comes back. You see the dog sad, like waiting for its owner. Oh, I see. Oh, I, so the dog doesn't die. No, no, no. Yeah, I don't no. care if the owner dies because that yeah, dog finds that friends with someone else. <laughs> oh, yeah, the dog's fine. You yeah. just feel bad from not seeing its master. I would feel again. worse if the dog died. Yeah. Well, with with all these lawsuits associated with drunk driving, why doesn't a Budweiser or or a, a bar chain team with Uber and and pay for everybody's ride home it would be it would be cheaper than paying out all these lawsuits the thing is or would it they've probably figured that out and it isn't here here's the deal you still have to get your car home yeah and that's all that occurred to me that every time i drunk drive i get it i'll take a cab but then i got to come back here again tomorrow right forget it i don't want to get up early and do this I think if i just shut one eye i can get this car home <laughs> i'm feeling very good i got this yeah <sighs> Wow. I, I drove drunk a lot of fucking times, a lot. It, it, there wasn't the, there wasn't the social pariah associated no. with it. No, back it was then. just the opposite. That if you didn't, if you act like you couldn't drive, yeah. you were like a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, look who's Even when I started in comedy, the comedian who told the best drunk driving jokes always w- he would kill. Yes, because the people there knew was they're yeah. laughing in the club. We're going to be drinking and driving in like an hour. <laughs> the thing that he's talking about happens in an hour. <laughs> yes. yes, it's a preview. Uh, Chris, you come up with a... Pl- this is weird when you live in Manhattan. 
in New York is the place that you really don't need to drink and drive. Oh uh, yeah, not until I went to college upstate is when I was in cars with people just pissed drunk, just driving back from wherever. But now you don't worry about your friends leaving your house. You're like, see ya, buddy. No, the worst thing that happens was like, the thing would say, "Don't fall asleep on the subway." It would be the, the thing if you're too hammered because don't I would fall asleep on the subway. <laughs> because I used to fall asleep all the time on the subway. Wake up in Coney Island. Wake up back in yeah. Queens. Wake up in Coney Island. Oh, okay. and that's annoying, but it's yeah. not. Yeah. you know, not like driving yeah. a, a ton of metal. <laughs> Yeah. Into a child. <laughs> it's not I, uh, at all like that. See, I grew up in the suburbs, and if somebody would be at my house, like if I had a party and they had too much to drink, I honestly would try to convince them that they could drive home. And I've told, I've helped people up off the ground, put them into their car. I didn't want them to sleep on my couch. Yeah. And I would put them in the car, and I would see them. You ever see like somebody who would like pull away? Slow and and I saw them slowly pulling away as I'm like waving. I'm like, stay awake, stay awake. And I saw them hit a mailbox on my street. <sighs> oh my god! And I actually said this to my girlfriend. I go, that's going to straight. That that wakes you right up. He's okay now. <laughs> he got that out of the way. Out of the way. It's one a rodeo clown. One time I remember it was January first, and it was light out, and I kind of became aware i was awake coming out of a blackout so now i'm suddenly awake jesus i'm up on the sidewalk (laughs) and the girl i am is screaming and crying and saying would you please pull over and i i honestly just start going what what (laughs) what like she woke me up or something she's the problem yeah and i stopped i got back on the street and i stopped and she was crying hysterically and according to her, I've been doing this for quite some time. <laughs> How long do you think the blackouts were lasting? Well, I didn't remember, you know. She was it, screaming. Yeah. I don't know how long that she was upset, but I knew. I, and like it was the same feeling as, that, as if you woke up from a sleep and said, I don't remember what I did last night. Yeah. I suddenly sobered up and said, I don't know what I've been doing. Don't remember getting in the car. Wow. We're don't lucky. remember doing any of that. We're lucky. You're alive. It's true. I'll give you another drunk driving that... Because it sounds like this was a series, that you're oh, not yeah, running yeah, out yeah, of yeah, these. It was yeah. a long series. Yeah. So uh, this is another time. Uh, I'm in a... It was a closed hotel bar that we had opened up for ourselves to have a private nice. you know, night. I'm coming back in... This is in, from Delaware driving up into Pennsylvania. It's... Uh, early Sunday morning, kind of rainy, muddy, wintry day, right? And I'm in and out of sleep as I'm driving myself home about 7, 8 o'clock in the morning. I one car, no one's near me, skid off the road. I'm going north on 95. Down into the ditch between the two things. Oh, shit. The car swerves up. And I find myself southbound <gasps> on 95. Oh, God. With just like mud and stuff under what, my what car. What kind of car was it? Do you remember? It was a, uh, it was a Chevy Malibu, a 1969 Chevy Malibu Oof. that I had. It was like a little fucking tank. It was great. <laughs> and uh, I have to get off on the exit, get back on the highway, <laughs> and drive home. Oh, no. And the next day, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, as I drive down, I look around. There would have been miles that I would have hit fucking concrete. You know what I mean? I just happened to hit one part where there was no divider at all. But the ridiculousness and, you know, to be on like an early Sunday morning where there's no cars. 
Yeah. Like, you know, I've told that story to people, and they're like, oh, that's so funny. And I'm like, yeah, but what if there was a family, like, going to church that I just come out of nowhere? Yeah. They're driving down, and someone comes up from the ditch. Yeah, totally different tone. Boom, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah the show's a lot different everything. right now. And, th- and that would have been your bottom, Yeah, hopefully. You, no, 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 there is no bottom. There is no, but he just drinks forever like that. Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> you would have you really thought that any one of those things would have woken me up, but it took years years and years yeah who's the comedian who says once you hit bottom you realize the floor has a little give there it there i don't know who says that but it is true yeah you maybe jim jeffries or somebody really smart like that you really can be less than zero yeah yeah there's a lot (laughs) you know what i mean like a lot of times that you think bankrupt equals you know nothing but you can go in debt oh my gosh yeah but yeah yes there was a time when i aspired to bankrupt (laughs) yeah right i didn't owe anybody if i could get back to zero i will celebrate (laughs) live like yeah and i did yeah well mine got to be more like emotional and spiritual you know, bankruptcy. Okay. Yeah, but I, it's weird that you don't even that you could have that stuff and go, oh, yeah. What are you gonna do? You know what I mean? What are you gonna do? Especially that first one. Like you could have been killed. Other people could have been killed. But uh, uh, every one of those situations. Anytime that you're drunk in a car, people. Now here's the weird thing: you're driving now and you don't know who's drunk. You yeah. know what I mean? Or you don't know who's paying attention. That's the one place that we really think that little line is, that protects me. You no. know what I mean? I'm in the line, so I'm okay. No. Eternal vigilance. Yeah. Yeah. And even then, you're on some country road, and some other guy's coming at you like a bat out of hell. That's what happened to James Dean. You know, and he was like a fucking race car driver. And somebody hit him and killed him. Oh, God. Could happen to anyone. And that's why robot cars are going to take over. You trust them, though? People are going to give over trust to the Google car. Now, they did a thing where they took, like, two, like, a robot, and they see, like, okay, if a robot could make a choice to, like, save somebody, and they had, like, one little robot going towards, like, a danger zone and another kind of floating off, and it had to choose, like, should I save the robot going to the danger zone or like Uh the other robot and it like just failed every time even though it could have saved them both on other it's not like cognizant you're gonna get screwed it's gonna be constantly getting accidents in our robot cars i think it's gonna feel the same as like you're in an elevator i don't think i think i think it's going to make driving seem very strange that you're just sitting there You'll just be looking at your clock. When am I going to get there? <laughs> you know, you're going to feel totally disconnected. But here's the weird thing, because we're not that many years away, right? No. Before we'll have these. And cars probably won't look like cars anymore. They'll no. probably look like a little recreation room or bedroom. I imagine whatever you want it to be. being like you're circles. Huh? Like little circles. Just It's like a, like, a, like a sunken living room almost. Well, why wouldn't you just put a table there, too? <laughs> You know what I mean? Like yeah. you're like when you're on a train in the 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 Excel going down to Washington, that you're just sitting there playing cards. It's gonna be amazing. Because it'll be dumb to sit there and just look forward. Yeah. Or I guess you just have a big screen in there and you just watch movies. One time I went to one of those uh, auto shows, mm-hmm. you know, but not the ones that were. They had, well, they had everything like drag races, and I met Lou Ferrigno, the late Sweet. Lou Ferrigno, God rest his soul, and and Peter Lupus. From Mission Impossible, well, he was one of the guests. I didn't know Luke Frigno was dead. He's yeah. not. What? He's alive, right? Yeah. No, Luke Frigno passed away. I know he did King of Queens just a couple years ago, right? 
Uh, yeah, but he, I, I believe he was killed in an auto accident recently. <laughs> he didn't hear the horn. Oh, that's mean, folks. Jesus Christ. If someone, te- if someone text him this, is he alive or dead? He's a, a, well alive. He's okay. 62 years old. Lou Ferrigno? Yeah. Are you thinking of Macho Man? No. Well, was Lou Ferrigno involved in a co- wasn't Lou Ferrigno involved in an auto accident? No. No, you he wasn't. The, you would be the worst newsman in history. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> god not rest his soul. <laughs> He's doing great. Wow. Now if he does Did die I in an d- auto accident, it's gonna be fucking weird. No. I must have dreamt it. Or else it was a hoax. I don't it was a hoax. Oh, oh. killed in car crash. <laughs> Did they hoax every- <laughs> Didn't they just hoax Michael J. Fox last night too? I think on Twitter, they do the Twitter death. It's, uh, someone it's a think. very believable. Yeah. yeah, it's a very believable one. And Lou Ferrigno was right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah so you're believable. at the car show. Yeah, I'm at the car show on one of the cars. Now, now it's a <laughs> crappy story. <laughs> now that he's alive. Yes. Uh, um, he there? only wrote Lou on my comic book. <laughs> he didn't write Ferrigno. And he never looked up from the table. And I waited two and a half hours to meet this son of a gun. So now I don't feel bad about, about saying that. He didn't know how to treat his fans in the 1970s. And, and, and I was a fan of him from Pumping Iron and then the Incredible Hulk show with the, with the late Bill Bixby, who I can confirm. <laughs> Cancer. That was no hoax. Yeah. Bixby, yeah. And, and he just signed Lou, and I, and I went on my way, and I was wearing my, my Hulk pajamas. You couldn't just got, get a Hulk shirt at every right. Hot Topics or, or Spencer Gifts. And I was wearing my, my sweet pajamas at, I don't know, eight years old. You just loved him. You I loved crazy. him. I loved him. And he never looked up from that, from that table. But, but Peter Lupus for... couldn't have been nicer. <laughs> yeah, and sure. he wasn't the biggest star. Anyhow, I saw a car there that had a soda dispenser in it. And I never forgot it. <laughs> It was the coolest thing I had seen up to that point, and I used it for show and tell. And I and I and I and at show and tell, I didn't even say the Lou Ferrigno story. I said I got the Hulk's autograph, and I also saw a car. First of all, I, you, when we did show and tell, you had to announce how many things you had to say. Yeah. I would say I have two things to say. <laughs> I got the Incredible Hulk's autograph. Lupus. I knew these kids wouldn't even know. I knew my audience. I got the Incredible Hulk, and I didn't say Lou Ferrigno because yeah. I don't know Ferrigno. I got the Incredible Hulk's autograph, and I saw a car with a soda machine in it. Nobody topped it that day. No, I'm nobody sure topped show and tell. A, a I won show and tell that day. Just a, oh, yes. my god! Yes. Wait, kids, how was his demeanor though? <laughs> <laughs> Gary's is about time. Tour is happening right now. He's playing Helium Comedy Club in Philly Thursday, October 9th through Saturday, October 11th. It Go is a great place. GaryGullman.com for tickets and additional dates. I think Helium is one of the pure comedy clubs in America. It really is. And it's I, got I, a purity I, I, to yeah, it. Yeah, I was. It was introduced to me by uh, the great Todd Glass. Mm. Yeah, the late Todd Glass. No, yeah. no. <laughs> yeah. oh. as my mother would say, God forbid. Don't even joke. God, that's how we prevent disease in our family. No, I say God forbid after the disease. When Todd uh, recommended it to you, did he scream it at you? <laughs> <laughs> No, no, he 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 never uh, did scream it at me. But um, I did. You know when you find out somebody is gay, and then you look back and you're like, "How did I not know?" Yeah. You know, my first experience with that was at uh, nine years old with the with the village people. Mm-hmm. How did I not know? 
And uh, Todd Glass, there really weren't any any signs other than that his sink had one of those uh, big hoses like they use in an industrial sink, and right? And it seems bit of like something. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that might have been the indication. But I thought, you know, deluding myself, I thought uh, maybe just, this guy just has an attachment to an old busboy job he had. <laughs> Well, he is somewhat known for dinner parties, and he does throw the best dinner parties. And, and it is the the thing is, but they're not campy. Yeah, but the thing is, guys would go like, "Well, I would never throw a dinner party, but you love to go to." I mean, oh, I, when yeah. I go to someone's house and they put together something great. I'm like, "This is great! It's like impressive! I'll never do this." You know yeah. what I mean? It looks like yeah. too much work. But the the thing itself is fantastic. To recreate the awkwardness I felt in college and high school at parties mm. as an adult, it's it's delectable. Yeah, you were you were nervous. Yeah, I would get anxious. Yeah, because I, I I never thought I had enough material. Seriously, I would to have things that I, yeah, that I had things that I would bring up or talk about or stories or movie recommendations. I always had a plan. Never had that kind of nervousness at a party. Because I wasn't. I w- but did the drinking help? Yeah, yeah. Drinking and drugs. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. and then people would say stuff. Like the icebreaker would always be, "Do you want to do some drugs with me?" <laughs> or, or, hey, do you have any drugs? That's can really find out who the people are very, very quickly. Yeah. Uh, and I try to recommend that to kids all the time, and it basically kept me out of the, a lot of the race problems in my neighborhood because I was willing to cross racial lines. Drugs yeah. and a nice ass brings the races together. It does. Yeah. It does. We can always agree on that. And everyone was like, "We're going to get those guys." I'm like, "Right now, I'm selling. We're going to get these guys." You know guys. what I mean? Like, I don't <laughs> want. This don't screw thing, this up. You know, <laughs> on Monday, you know. Because our school used to, anytime the blacks and whites would fight with each other, which used to come up your route. Wait, they, tell me, tell me where you went to high school. Again. It was out. It was in Delaware County, outside of Philadelphia. Okay. And there would be the newspaper would call it a race riot if a couple kids, one kid got stabbed or something like that. So they got so scared that they would come out with this race riot stuff that if we had something planned on a Friday, we could call in a race riot. We could just call up and say, "Look, I'm saying this anonymously." It looks like Friday at about 11.30, keg party time, there's going to be a race riot. <laughs> Pulling the race alarm. But yeah. them, calling, them calling it a, a riot was an exaggeration, right, yeah, to sell yeah, newspapers? I mean, was, yeah, I guess they, yes, it was, okay. it was an exaggeration. It would just be, you know, eight or ten kids punching each other or using some kind of small weaponry, never guns. Right, right. You know, knives. Is but not a, not a zip gun. It isn't that long ago. No, I don't think, uh, yeah. I don't think we're looking at zip guns here. Okay. I think just a straight, what, the, what at one time would have been called a rumble, they took it to race riot. And then the parents would think... I would love to see that as a headline. Yeah. Rumble. Yeah. <laughs> rumble. The, the socias were believed to be involved yeah. in this particular rumble. The greasers, obviously. Well, see, the thing is, I think the socials in Greece would have gotten along better together if they would have been in an exchange of drugs yeah. back and forth. Or had they been able to gang up on the blacks. 
That always works out. That is the funny thing is that you'll find out where there are no minorities, people will invent their own <laughs> yes. minorities. Yes. Yeah. Like in Northern Ireland, where they all have the same face, <laughs> the same exact face, and we'll figure out how to start hating each other. It's, it's human nature. I, yeah. I, um, I have this friend who you, well, his friend, he was my therapist in college. That is a friend. Yeah. Actually, he was probably the best friend I had in college. <laughs> Anyhow. He, he, you know, I went to a Catholic university, so he said he had worked at another college and he, and he had counseled uh, Jesuit candidates. Mm -hmm. And he said they would come in and, and whine and complain and be jealous and petty about these other guys. And then when they had their party or whatever, they'd all be hugging and, and getting along really well. And it's just like even these guys, these, these right. smart and, and adult and Jesuit they were they were like little kids like that. Yeah, I'm sure the Buddhists are the same way. It's just part. Yeah. Somebody has to be out. That guy's not that out. pious. Yeah. 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 Somebody He's just has a to poli be out. Politician. Yeah, yeah. Somebody has to be out. Yeah. It keeps us sane. It it works for everyone else. That's the thing that they don't understand about bullying, is that if you're in school, and you see someone get bullied, you're like, now I'm safe. <laughs> someone else. Is the idiot. This is great. Most people just don't want to be on the other end of that. So it's it's got it's like when antelopes like they're sitting there drinking and they see a lion attack one. At first they're freaked out and they're like, okay, he's eating that antelope, and they'll just go back to drinking. That's true. It never dawns on them. Let's fucking team That's up and true. kick this this lion. They feel very comfortable now. He's full. <laughs> he's full. They're not wondering where their friend is. Did they bully in your school, Chris? Uh, there was like slight. There was some bullying, but not not a lot in high school. No. In my neighborhood, we and it was was a neighborhood jump of a kid who took a bus instead of walking <laughs> to school. We waited for him and jumped him. <laughs> And we all ran at him, and we were so young that we had lunch boxes, and we were handing oh him a lunch Oh, my God. And then later, they brought it up. Uh, you know, all the calls went out to mothers, and they said, did you guys all jump? And they was like, why is everyone against David? And I go, Does, doesn't he take a bus? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, that's the word I got. I heard it, he took a bus. It <laughs> was so reasonable. We, uh, so we jumped him. And I remember another kid getting hit because he had leg braces. Oh, my and, God. And um, they were saying, why are you being so mad? Mean to him, and you know, because his knees aren't bending. Oh, that's great. You know? Look, look, don't you see the braces on him? I mean, in our defense, his he's not bending his knees. Wow. <laughs> yeah, we we never really got on the uh, the handicapped. That that's that's handicapable. Some, yeah, that's like some special. Say, you know, that is some <laughs> special bullying. Yeah, that that you showed those bullies of Will what Will really was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we went after the already injured. To do that's so cruel. I don't think that you even think of it that way. No, uh, you know it's time. your instinct. Yeah, yeah. And that's why they try to bring intellect into this to the, the children, and they're just going to say it's not good enough. You know, like some people, as soon as you got to school and there was like any kind of rules. They immediately, some kids would just go, this is great. There's rules here. And I can point out rule breakers to the teacher. I can't believe She'll that. She'll leave and I'll write down names. Insane. Some people feel that way. They end up joining the military later. You know, they just love that aspect of it. They fit. 
I just remembered a kid we did bully in elementary school because he was just he, we thought he was like slow or something. It turned out he was just from Eastern Europe and he was just very oh. far. Well, they've been bullied a lot over the years. Good enough. <laughs> that is, he's different. Get him. Yeah. Oh, he also he drank skim milk. We also were right, freaked out by that. Oh, oh I, I got a similar one to that. We gave this kid uh, Lipsky a really hard time because we went on a field trip and after the field trip we went to Burger King and Lipsky just you know fourth grade yeah. just to be different just to be uh, cool he got a Sanka <laughs> we all got Coca-Cola and, uh, maybe it was Pepsi I, I don't know but 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 he got a Sanka and and it, it was around the school very quickly and and another thing that happened that day was uh, this other kid Tim M I'll just give his uh, the first sure. initial he uh, he ordered a large fries he ordered a large fries and it was legendary years later can you believe Tim M ordered the large fries you know what I'm just going to say it Malone that was a ballsy move for Tim Malone to get the large fries on the school's budget he yeah, didn't right. care <laughs> living like a madman yeah yeah, it doesn't take much to... Uh, another thing, in my neighborhood, you could not be, like, let's say, poorer or richer than anyone else. You had to just do the same thing. It was no benefit for you if your dad got a boat or something like that. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. It suddenly made you like a pussy. Oh, yeah. Because you got cash. So, yeah. So yeah. You had to it around. keep that down. That's you had interesting. To keep it to yourself. Where now I think kids are, they think money is better, but there it was almost being seen. It's almost like being a coach's kid. You know what I mean? You never yeah. wanted to be that guy. Yeah. yeah. Like these kids just got easy. Yeah. This bullshit. Yeah. No, the, well, in my, in my experience, the coach's kid always took a lot of shit from his dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The he cruel, took, he the cruel dad. Well, he has to prove to everybody yeah, else that he's that, not playing you know, favorites. You but just I have, let me down. I have one story regarding handicap bullying. Mm. Okay, I was bullied by a, a deaf kid uh, who lived in my neighborhood. In my neighborhood, the sign that said, uh, danger deaf child, mm -hmm. was for the people who weren't deaf. This kid, he was, he, he once took his mom's car and backed it into a telephone pole. And he uh, smoked, and he was the first to use the F word in the neighborhood. And uh, the only thing, he, everything he said, he had a little bit of a speech impediment because he couldn't hear very well. Anyhow, he uh, he was my best friend, and he turned on me, and and then he got cancer, and he became like the most popular kid in the school, and he had no time for me anymore. And that was, uh, but he was a bully, and he was he was deaf. Give me a fat lip and some other. Uh, so the cancer minor helped him. Um, oh my God, he was he yeah. was he was not allowed to play with anybody in the kids, any of the kids in the neighborhood before he had the cancer because he was a he was a criminal. Mm -hmm. he, would, he would steal and he would break things and he was a he was a vandal. And then he got the cancer and everything was forgiven and became the most popular kidney. And and uh, and I lost out. Did he make it? Is he still around? Is he yeah, he's still around. Him? Did he he's, grow up he's still No, no, he didn't. He uh, he became. The last I heard, he was he he made maps. Wow, that's fucking sweet. Yeah, like Google yeah. Maps. Yeah, but this kid, <laughs> I, I'll tell maps. you. Oh, nice. I'll tell you what. The fact that he turned out to be anything but a criminal is is miraculous because he you know he had uh, hustler books and and all these all these things and and uh, he was a bad kid. Well, there there's kids that are born bad, and I'm just going to say it. If some people don't like it, cat killers. Every neighborhood has a cat killer, <laughs> and you know that fucking, they know who killed the cat. Wow. They can't prove it, but they know who did it. 
every neighborhood has a cat killer and a uh, quote unquote monsters. Yeah, <laughs> like I, like obviously they're not monsters, yeah. literally, but they're they're a house with it might as well have a cloud over it that's raining no yeah. matter what the weather is out because they're they're uh, crazy and and all the dogs notice shit there. There was uh, yeah yeah there, that's really true. the lawn is always overgrown. There was a a family like that that and all these houses in the suburbs pretty much looked the, the same, but they let their house get so. Shitty. Yeah. And they went and they had a pool that they didn't take care of, so it was like sludge and oh, shit. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. and then there's one of those smelly people is is always a girl that's oddly fuckable, but you couldn't. Oh never, my god, that's so true. They you, always had a hot sister. <laughs> yeah. There was a hot sister Marilyn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you couldn't tell anyone that you were fucking one of the monsters. But no. it's true. <laughs> So was, true. Well, they would get, I don't know whether it was from the dirt or whatever. They, they, they get tits before anyone else. Oh, wow. It's an amazing thing to pull off. That is an amazing thing. The suburbs are the strangest thing in the whole world, I think. You know? Yeah. Well, we, they get credit for being not freaky. Yeah. But it's they, just the opposite. Are. Yeah. 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 We, we, we were a suburb that, that also had a lot of uh, the East Boston gangsters uh -huh. who, would, who would move up in the world and, and move to our town before they went in so every once in a while you would lose a, a father of the neighborhood for a few years <laughs> <laughs> that's so bizarre right to yeah there were when, at least seven mafia families in, yeah. within within three blocks of my house it's always weird when you find out at a certain age that uh adults also do wrong you know oh my god yeah uh, a friend of mine's dad was a cop well, i'm not gonna call him a crooked cop but he got caught in some stuff yeah. Including like bribes and stuff, and it made the paper. Wow. The weirdest shit that made the local paper. So everyone, everyone just knew that. Yeah, yeah, everyone knew. I had a few friends whose, yeah, whose father got caught in some CD deals and went to jail and everything like that. And yeah, we didn't stop being friends with them, but there was a there was a hush whenever the father's yeah. name was said. Yeah. There's just a weird thing. Yeah. Really that sad. Goes down. It would have been better, like if their dad had been shot in the neck, probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> Go yeah. out a hero. Yeah, the shame. Yeah. Go out nice, because it seems weird in the suburbs when, like David Lynch, I thought was so correct about the suburbs in Blue Velvet. You know, and that you sit at a certain age and then you go like, oh shit, there's a whole nother scene that takes place here. Wow. See, so, so you thought that was more accurate than than American Beauty? Yeah, I okay. thought American Beauty. Yeah, I thought the David Lynch thing because I, I, the thing about American Beauty that got to me is like it, they just had to tie it up with the David Lynch film was just you see that fearful kind of violence that takes place, yeah. like sinister yeah. violence, you know, yeah. and you can't believe it happens in the suburbs, but it does. Yeah, it's easier to chill with that in the city because you're like, oh, there's a lot of people. Of course, there's going to be a nut, <laughs> but when someone does something really awful in the suburbs you're like that could have been us that looks like us like if someone kills themselves in the suburbs it makes everyone think they might kill themselves you know yeah yeah like, I, 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 no you know that house looks like mine maybe i'll kill myself someday <laughs> if i don't get my shit together real quick oh my god and the weird thing now is no matter where you live in the country, it's the same. Like, if you live outside Portland, it's like living outside Dallas, living yeah. outside... Only Lewis. the accents change. Yeah. The, yeah, the lifestyles are so similar. 
It's scary. Same stores, same fast food, same everything. There's almost no reason to travel. Yeah. It's like if you watch the old Flintstones, this is the second Flintstones reference, they didn't want to take the time to draw the backgrounds. So Fred would just run by the same couch like 60 times. Yeah. And I feel that's what it's like traveling through the United States. It's just strip mall after strip mall <laughs> that after is strip such mall. That is a great metaphor. And then that, that <laughs> couch and the painting. And, yeah. Yeah, it really would go like that, too. It would be like couch, painting, couch. Yeah. And like it wasn't yeah. until someone pointed out, yeah, like, how many couches do they have in that yeah. house? And also something I didn't notice was there was a, uh, a laugh track. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe there were other cartoon, like a cartoon audience, was just laughing That's along. That's I wished. <laughs> they would laugh as he was drawing it. Hurry up, hurry up. <laughs> Gary Goldman's in studio. It's about Time Tour. It's happening right now. He's playing Helium Comedy Club in Philly, Thursday, October 9th through Saturday, October 11th. you got to go to GaryGoldman.com for tickets and additional dates. And you're enjoying this tour, right? Yeah, because the people are there to, to see me. Which is the opposite of other tours. They're just not the opposite, but they're just there to see comedy. Like I told you last yeah. time, you coined the phrase the uh, Avails tour. Yeah. I would call them. <laughs> they would took me a few months in advance, and then there would be two weeks before the next uh, spot. So yeah, this is much better. The people know I'm coming. Well, what was the tipping point for you? Um, I think this Netflix special. Yeah, because I, I played that place in in Scottsdale last year. Or maybe 18 months ago, and I probably sold maybe half of the tickets I did this time. And the, the only thing that's different, really, is a Seth Meyers, a couple of TV appearances, but those don't really make a big deal. Yeah, but you were really strong in that Seth Meyers smell. Oh, thanks. That was really oh, thanks, fucking clever. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, that, I, you know, tipping point, I like that word, but if there, if there is one, I would say it was a Netflix, Netflix special. Yeah. Yeah. When you when in this you, economy, yeah, that's what it's called. In this economy, <laughs> what, what's the name of the Scottsdale place? Were uh, they the one that Stand were, Up Scottsdale? Yeah, they were the one on Bar Rescue. Yes, they were the Bar Rescue place. Yeah, yeah. And and the name of the owner is his name is Howard Hughes, mm. like the uh, like the guy. The billionaire, but this guy's actually in in his way weirder than the original <laughs> Howard Hughes. I mean, this guy. First of all, Howard Hughes would never get involved in the comedy club business. That's insane. It is crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. Uh, all right, buddy, it's good to see you. Oh, again, thanks for man. having me in. I, I'm always impressed. With what? Just you know, I get a little bit of stomach tightness trying to fill time, and you guys do it every day. I, jeez. Did you? You know. You you felt the time today. This was yours. Wow, well, thanks. This was all yours. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the thing is, uh, suddenly you get us all to just sit here and bring up awful things we did when we were younger. It's terrible. <laughs> oh, I forgot this. Hit a cripple kid with a stick. <laughs> I forgot I did that. Oh, thanks for having me, guys. All right. That's it for us. Oh, the on-demand contest. The world's only on-demand contest. This Easter egg on-demand. Go to SiriusXM.com slash on-demand or listen today to today's show on-demand to win. And tell people how to see Gary again. You got to go to GaryGoldman.com for tickets and additional yeah. dates. But but he is going to be playing Helium Comedy Club in Philly Thursday, October 9th through Saturday, October 11th. That's it. See you guys tomorrow. And that's the end of my show. Dong. to watch things on TV.
You know what you've been doing? You've been listening to the Ron and Fez show. It's now over, but don't worry. You can listen again and again on Sirius XM On Demand. Go to SiriusXM.com slash On Demand. Listen to Ron and Fez whenever you want. Go to SiriusXM.com slash On Demand. 